Welcome back. Episode 40 of the Kyle Wilson Podcast by yours truly. Welcome back. A very special, very honorable guest. He has the record for the most appearances on this podcast. Gabriel Pevador, welcome back, sir. It's a great honor. Thank you. Absolutely. You said six or seven at this point? I think it's six or seven. I don't know for sure, but I know that there was like one at least that you came back into, like you joined... Because we were hanging yes, out yeah. afterwards. The church discussion, I remember that. Yeah, yeah and then I yeah. think you just kind of like hopped in. Hopped that on, was yeah. the worst editing Experience podcast life, yeah. ever. We'll make sure to talk into the mic this time. Well, no, it wasn't just you. It was that Heath Heath talks down here like that this. That is true, yeah. And then you come in We had in to and alternate pre- microphones too, I remember. Yeah, yeah I just was wasn't prepared. I didn't yeah. expect uh, just like three people to be uh, throwing microphones. You know what I mean? It's just like one of those things. But uh, welcome back. Thank um, you. Always, um, always awesome to have you on here. Uh, no Cam this week, unfortunately. Cam is on a cruise. Poor Cammy on his once a year cruise. Worst I mean, you're the worst. Let's let's not How go am there. I the worst? You go on vacation like every month. What do you mean? That's not true. Okay, give me the, the last twelve months. How many vacations have you gone on, Gabe? Let's do it. You just went, came back from one, so that's one immediately. Okay. I mean, but if you count like trips like to like in state like. Just drive into like Tampa for like. I mean, two a vacation is a vacation, bro. You count that as a vacation? I mean, I guess. You, like, are you like trying ta- to like? Because it's not like I'm taking time off work for it. You know what I mean, or anything like that, or like, like I'm just going during weekends. Where Where are we talking about though? Like, just I, like I was in Orlando this past weekend. I would my, consider from, that that's a va- that's a vacation. I'll, I'll, I'll it's do celebratory. that because well, it was for my one year anniversary. Yeah. So that's valid. I'll, yeah. I'll take credit. Yeah. That, that was a, that was. A You're vacation. going on a cruise soon. Next week, yeah. You're not helping yourself, bro. You're but not you're helping yourself. For, but like this was this has been pre-planned for like ages. This is the one that, that got canceled, right? And then rebooked, yeah. yeah. So fun. So we were supposed to go on this cruise originally for my birthday last year, and then my girlfriend got COVID, unfortunately, and so we ended up rebooking it out for her birthday Good this job. year. So not not trying to throw you under the bus, babe. It's all right. It's no, all right. no, no, but, no. It's, um, it's all right. It's all right. But um, yeah. So now we rebooked it for her birthday. So, but her yeah. birthday is not till next month. But the best pricing was for this month. So we're like, yeah, early birthday cruise. Why not? So is it just the Bahamas? I think so. Okay. She booked everything, bro. I have no idea. Like, That's kind of, yeah. Because her mom's a travel agent, too. So it's like, uh, I just, so yeah, I just, yeah, I just let him take care of everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just, yeah, Don't just, even bother. Just like, yeah, where just, do I have to be at what time? Just shoot me the bill. Yeah. Just, yeah, just, like, that's literally all it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, send me the PayPal. Those, yeah, just, yeah. We'll keep it moving. Um, you haven't been on the podcast in, I mean, we took a break, obviously. But yeah. You haven't been on in, in quite a bit. Um, NFL predictions for the season. That was the yeah, last you're podcast. Yeah, you're right. Holy crap, you're right. NFL predictions, yeah. Um, Feels like it was yesterday. Well, let's recap that real quick. So we obviously, on top of our head, we know some of the bad and some of the good. Yeah. Um, what do you think your worst prediction was by far? Off the top of your head, I know it's hard now because we're not prepared, but. Uh, worst prediction. I know what mine is. That's tough. Because the thing is. No, I have one high, for Because the thing is, I mean, I guess Ravens, saying the Ravens were going to be the one seed, but I don't even think that was that but bad But that wasn't that bad because like, you're a injury, in, Yeah, injuries just kind of derailed that. And I stand by like behind still like. Their schedule was so easy last year. If he was healthy, they're winning at least three, four more games. I, I mean, Huntley won it. three games, right? Yeah, like so, it's so. And those are grind out games. Because the thing, I get the Pittsburgh saying Pittsburgh going to make the play. They were still in it within the last two weeks. I don't think that was that bad. Fuck Mike Tomlin. My bro. Super Bowl prediction was Chiefs Niners. So like, I wasn't far Not off. Far that, off at you know all. what I mean? But like, we had so, we both agreed that Philly would would pretty much dominate. Philly, the Philly, Philly. No, I had, no, you had Cowboys, but you had Philly no, second. I had um, 
the Packers. I had the Packers. Oh, I thought you were talking, talking about that division. Division, division wise, yeah. you yeah. had talked me out of the yeah. Cowboys, yeah. which is smart. I had Philly, Dallas, New York, and why I literally had that order perfect. Yeah, too. I'm trying to think. Worst yeah. prediction? Because we, we didn't do. You like, had you were high on the on Denver. Denver. And oh, then one thousand percent. That was the one I was. I didn't want to say it. So but. to be fair. I don't know if I was high on them versus I just wasn't as low as you were. Well, because I remember the whole conversation was like someone in that division is going to win like four games, and I was like, I just can't see it being a Russell Wilson led team. And that's then, that and was then your point, up, and then it ended up yeah. being a Russell Wilson. And, and if you look at the track record of Russ, now he worked a few injuries in there, and yeah. obviously just they fired their coach towards the end of the season, and blah blah blah. But that was the one where I let you know about that one all year. Yeah, every time, every, every time every, I was watching Denver the Broncos, lost, I'm every like, Denver loss, I was I'm like, like, fucking man, game, Russ man. looks bad, man, Russell. <laughs> Which, may I add, I think there's going to be a full turnaround for Denver next year. Which I don't makes, expect them to be elite, yeah. but I expect them to be over 500. It makes me nervous, too, because I traded away Russell Wilson in my uh, Dynasty Fantasy League for, and, like, peanuts, because he yeah. was just so bad. I was like, like I want, I, let me get out of him. Like, let me but I think him, so. Russ is at, like, his, like, 2015 Peyton stage. Nah, that's that's a bad example. That's That was really bad. Denver, was Denver doesn't have the roster um, to carry Russ the way I'm they... I'm trying they, to think of a... Like he will be able, he's feasible to win games, but he's not going to be competing competing for MVPs. I think I think he's a serviceable quarterback. I don't think he's I don't think he's a guy at this point who's going to be the reason you win games. I think he's a guy who can be the reason you don't lose games. More so, if that means more of a game manager type. It's just with his play style. It's just he was really slinging it a lot last year. He scrambles quite a bit. I don't know if he's ever going to be able to transition into that like game manager, play it safe. No turnovers, take care of the ball. I don't know if he's ever going to yeah. be that type of quarterback, but that might be kind of just what he's got to be at this stage of his career too. So Yeah, I'm big on Sean Payton. So I think that they have a lot of talent. I don't mean to go in depth on this, sorry, but I think just overall real quick, they have a lot of talent on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and I think defense. that is what's going to excel them. Yeah. They have weapons on offense. Obviously, there's a lot of – they don't have a running back or, well – Feasible running back, uh, offensive lines kind of. Eh. They have receivers though. They have people that could go play. Philip Lindsay, by the way, I remember he was like amazing like three years ago, and then I feel like he's like at the league now. Yeah, he's probably like a third string. Anyways, somewhere. but uh, but yeah. So uh, that was definitely your worst one. My worst one was the Packers, but they kind of recovered a little bit towards the end. Like, oh, I th- for sure. But I thought they were like genuinely going to. I guess it was they a bad take. It. Now they, they just blew it at the end, losing to Detroit in the last game. They were yeah, that's, that's, to be fair. Detroit had a good ending of the year, though. Like they won, like oh, I think yeah. it was like seven. They went like seven and one or seven and two. Oh, careful. There we go. Um, yeah, <laughs> way to start. Um, what was our? What do you think our best prediction was from that? I mean, my Super Bowl pick was not far off, probably, so that was pretty good. Fair. Um, I Chiefs winning it all, so I guess I'll just go with that. So I was between. Chiefs and Bills, but I was leaning towards the Bills. Yeah. Which I think that team is just I think that's the team that is just like, are they gonna do it? And they never do. And they never do. Yeah. I do have more faith in Cincy. Yes. For sure. Yeah. I have more So f- much talent. Yeah, I have a lot more faith in Cincy. I, I like Burrow more. Um obviously Casey's not going away. They're not going anywhere. Does it looks dude, like it looks like the like, is gonna go through another coaching cycle without getting a job? Know, he's going, well, he's interviewing, he's interviewing for the Commanders, yeah. But yeah. I, let's let's see that that organization's so well run. So we'll see how that goes. But I still don't get it. I don't know what it is about, dude. He must be a very unlikable person <laughs> because he had what twelve the interviews. Is, the thing is, you watch you watch like his press conferences though, and he seems like a likable guy. Yeah, like, it doesn't seem like I don't know. They yeah, they just won a Super Bowl. Like you yeah, think this would one. be the time to maybe capitalize? But it's no. a weird one. It's definitely a weird one. But um. Andy Reid's been campaigning for that man for years on end, years, years on end. So I hope he gets his opportunity at some point. I, it's unfortunate, though, if it does end up being Washington because that, yeah. that situation I don't envision working out very well for him, So especially as if Dan Snyder's staying. So. Who, uh, well, 
He might not be, but you know, in the meantime, that organization is just doomed yeah. with that owner, man. They're doomed. It is what it is. He's an awful human being. He's he's not. <laughs> he's a great the Roger person, Goodell no. of the owners. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to. Uh, anyways, um, is there anything you want to talk about first? Or you just kind of want to flow. No, your podcast. All man. Right. Um, well, I I ask uh, not Gabe. I ask Cam because sometimes he has some stuff that he wants to um, put in, but. Um, those of you that are not interested in sports, I'm sorry. Uh, it's going to be a long one for you. Or you just turn it off now because it's going to be a long, 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 I long I feel like long this podcast. is the sole purpose. This is like, I'm like the sports correspondent of the you know, podcast th- at this point. I have thought about, not like a spinoff. We have discussed that yeah. like privately, but um, having like this podcast, but then just having sports episodes. Yeah. Like sports pod, like yeah. number one, two, you know, whatever. Um, I have thought about that, but I just, I don't have like that that niche as far as Sports like those guys are just good yeah, yeah. yeah. like bill's good ryan so yeah. they're good yeah. they get, call uh yeah. colin coward they just there's just something about the way they flow that i not that i've really dove into it i just don't think i have that whereabouts it does to, come with experience too though uh, yeah for of sure of course yeah. we're talking about the guys at the top of their level yeah. but um well let's we'll segue into that well um what do you think about the turnover from like your first takes and um, what's the one on Fox? First, no, not first. Undisputed. Season. Undisputed, yeah. yeah. Those seem to be a lot less um, popular, I would say. A lot more orchestrated drama. My question is, what do you think of like athletes like becoming, kind of taking over mm-hmm. a lot of the sports, podcast, entertainment sector of mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. Obviously, they're all over right. ESPN and Fox, right. and they're doing all these you know different games, post-game, pre-game. But. Um, I'm going to answer your question, but first, I did just want to quickly comment on your first point about the debate shows. I think a big issue with these is I just, what I turn, and granted, I'm not watching you know First Take or Undisputed every single day, but even when I look at clips, I don't think those guys have the same level of on-screen chemistry that previous iterations of those shows had. The Stephen A's with Max, Stephen A with Skip. I think you saw, obviously, with the whole issue that Shannon had, um, both with the Grizzlies game last time, and then the tweet that Skip sent out in regards to um, um, DeMar Hamlin. It seems like there was some something fractured between the relationship. The on-screen chemistry doesn't seem to be as much. It doesn't seem to be as jokey. Um, I never watched them anyway. Yeah, and, and to grant again, I'm not sitting there watching two hours. Obviously, especially those shows it's, go on during the working day too. So, but when you yeah. do watch back clips, it just doesn't seem to be the same level of just chemistry and camaraderie between the hosts. Especially now with first take, where it's a rotating casts of guys debating Stephen A. So you've got Michael Irvin one day, you've got Mad mm-hmm. Dog, you've got J.J. Reddick going on. So it's yeah. just a continuous rotation, and I think it's really hard to build some sort of level of... Well, those guys need know, like a a J.J. to come on and be like, you have no as, idea as, what as, you're as talking a, about. As a guest, yes, but I do think for those shows, yeah. I think it's important to have the two primary guys and then the host. Well, Molly and yeah. Stephen A. are still are still there. They're still going to be, you know, um, you know, driving the boat on that thing, but... In terms of who he's going to be debating, if that's changing every day, every two days, mm-hmm. I think that that does lose a little bit of um, interest from the viewers too. Um, yeah. So that in terms of just kind of you know where that's headed, I think that's a reason why we're seeing you know new shows kind of stray away from the debate kind of part of Style, it. Like even yeah. even first things first now with Nick Wright, which originally kind of started off more as a debate show um, with Chris Carter and and those guys. 
now you know with Broussard and Kevin Wiles, it's more so they just kind of have a conversation about sports. Yeah. More so, yeah. like this is like, you know, oh, I have we're to talk- be right. We're talking about LeBron today. I'm on. I'm against him. You're for him. Now we got to c- create a debate. You know, yeah. it's not. Convince it's the right. Viewer. Right. I don't think it's like that anymore. Where it's like it's okay, guys. It's okay to agree on sports opinion yeah. sometimes. Yeah. In fact, it's actually much don't more have believable. Don't scream. At it's each other. actually much more believable if you do have agreements at some yeah. points versus if you're just debating the same topics over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, well, that's why I think that a lot of that drama is orchestrated. Yeah. Like you don't turn on any of those shows for actual news. Yeah. Right. Usually you have your news and you just want to hear their opinion on right. it. But it's not real journalism. They're, they're entertainment shows, though. Of course, just, no, of course, absolutely. It's, it's you're not you're not going to listen so. to Shannon Sharp talk about like anything basketball related in right. a serious sense. Because right. like we get it, you played football, but right. you know what I mean. Same thing with Skip. Right. He's probably the the worst of any of them. But I mean, listen, he's been on TV for how long? How yeah. can I hate? Right. Yeah. Like, get your back, bro. He he he's the one who created the debate genre with cold pizza. He's, he created he, Stephen he, A. He created well, it. didn't create him, but you know what I mean. That that is yeah yeah I'm not I'm not touching that one but <laughs> but yeah no it def- definitely gave Stephen A a great opportunity though to come to come on debate with him so um but yeah no he he was definitely the creator of the genre but yeah I just I just don't think it's something that I've personally never really had so super a lot of interest in um so but I mean you know it's not quality TV I'd rather listen to like an in depth podcast or like an in-depth show yeah. but i mean again that's just preferences i mean some people like of course watching two people just scream at each other over the same topics over and over again i, well, I personally am not one of them but whenever i see those clips of whomever right. just screaming at each other i i'm like immediately turned yeah, off just turn off for, like what's yeah. what's the purpose of this right is this not like a discussion base i, I didn't realize but to go into what your actual question was though in terms of athletes kind of dump you know getting into the space more i think that that's an intentional thing from these networks i think that they realize that there's always going to be limitations and the, you know, the audience is always going to feel a certain way about people who've never played the game, people who've never yeah. really been involved in it, you know, yeah, like giving, what's your such background? Strong, giving such strong opinions on things. And so I think yeah. it's something that's been, you know, it's been done on purpose by these networks trying to get more athletes involved, you know, trying to get them more screen time to try to bring a different perspective um, to the broadcast as well. Yeah. Um, so I think it's beneficial now do I think it's smart to hand out a 10-year, $300 million contract to a Let's guy who's never it. once done a broadcasting gig and who's done, never once given an interesting interview? I, that's, but, I mean, listen, I they mean? did so, it with Romo, too, and it worked out, and Romo, now it's kind of fizzled out. Yeah, but. the Romo thing The Romo thing kind of came and went. I think this past year, a lot of people started to kind of grow well, you know, annoyed with him, too. You know what didn't so. come and went? The contract and the money they owe him. Yeah. So yeah. they're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. I'm also not huge on Nance. Like, I think he's just... Boring. At this stage, at this stage of his career, for yeah, sure. like it for just sure. kind of like put that their but broadcast that, but puts me to sleep. But that's another thing with the with um with chemistry, the where why these broadcasts are so important is with yeah. Nance and Collinsworth. Like those guys knocked it out of the park on Sunday nights, and so no, Nance, no, no, um, not Nance. Um, or I'm sorry, Collinsworth. Um, yeah, Nance and Collinsworth. That's what I'm saying. No, no, Nance is on CBS. You're yeah. talking about NBC? And when he was on NBC. Oh, saying, back yeah, in back, the day. Back, yeah, yeah, that's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What I'm saying is that when you when you change when you change um. What do you call it? Like the the broadcast booths, like the the, do, like the, the yeah, people you, who are doing it together. Yeah. You know what I mean? These guys do broadcast over and over and over and over again. Yeah. You know what I mean? They build a sort they know of certain each level other. of camaraderie. Exactly. It's yeah. like it's like with the NBA, like the Stan Van Gundy, um, what do you call it? Mark Jackson, like that that crew. That yeah. They've been together the for elite, yeah. you know ages. You know what yeah. I mean? They're they're comfortable with one another. So, 
Um, Kevin Harlan with Reggie Miller. People hate Reggie Miller, but that's a, that's a twosome that people are comfortable with that has been successful in the past. That's gotten done a handful of big games. Like, yeah. so I do think that that chemistry matters on screen too. You know, and having some level of that so, too, um, it is important. So, I think I think they've lost that a little bit too um, in kind of going to in this more athlete driven approach in terms mm-hmm. of trying to get them more on screen. Um, but there's also guys who have been really really good in doing it too. So, um, yeah. you know, it's just trying to find that balance. One thing we haven't seen, now that I think about it, is, well, maybe you can correct me, but a good, like, elite-level play-by-play broadcaster that was a former athlete. Yeah. Like, you don't really see that too I don't, much. I don't, think, you'll, I don't think you will see that. Because I, th- well, I think play-by-play yeah. play play is... It's hard. The hardest really, part. Really hard. It's the hardest part. It, it's years sure. of experience, years of schooling, and yeah. I just, I just can't. You call envision, your high school games, your college. I just games can't envision. Then, I just can't envision a former pro going into play-by-play, sideline commentary, or just regular commentary for sure. Yeah. But or you know, on screen, just regular TV, you know, bits and stuff like that. Play-by-play, though, I think, I think that might be. I don't know. I, I can't envision it. I can't envision it. So, I like you said. I just think it's like years of perfecting a craft. Yeah. And just kind of knowing you're just being good at talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just seeing things and reacting quick. Yeah. Whereas I think the players, it's a lot easier to just allow Mike Brain to say what he needs to say. And then JJ come on and be like, oh, well, this is what's going on right. here. With right. You know what I mean? And it's just way easier for him to just kind of process and then explain maybe the play yeah. they ran or the defense, whatever it might be. Um, I really enjoyed them. I forget which game they called like last week, but I really enjoyed them two together. And then Brain was on JJ's podcast. It was the Dallas game, wasn't it? Maybe. Yeah, I think it was without Luka. I think it was like last weekend. Mm, I don't remember. Because I don't think Luka was playing, but I think Kyrie, that was like Kyrie's, Kyrie's first, first game. I think it was against the Clippers. Was that the national TV game? Kyrie's yeah, first? I think okay. it was on ESPN. Gotcha. It might have been on... Um, Saturday? Okay. Yeah, it had to be Saturday because Sunday. It would have been ABC ball. then, no? Sa- the Saturday yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, doesn't matter. Um. Anyway, I got. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I, I just I can't remember. Um. So, are you a fan of like player podcasts and things like that? Like, is there anything that you're actively listening to as far as? Um, I listen to JJ sometimes. I more so watch the clips than listen to the full Same. episodes. If I'm being honest. Athlete I listen to the pods. full like player interviews. Athlete driven pods. Draymond here. I have a couple written down. Uh, I've, I've, Draymond, Pat, All the Smoke with those three guys. Um, I haven't watched All the Smoke in a while. Pat um, Bev. Draymond. Draymond's been off for a while. Pat no, Bev, no, he, no, he's been on. He's on again. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen. I haven't seen it since the finals. It's so. not all like in depth stuff. We're obviously we're in the middle of the gotcha. season, but it's more like know, 30, it's more 40 a, minutes. It's more of a show than it is a podcast. Yeah, full form podcast. Yeah. yeah, so he just like um, unloads whatever. But on the off season, yeah. he does interviews. I haven't. I haven't watched him since since the finals. Since last yeah, year's finals. So yeah. I'm not. So I'm not too sure. Um, JJ, I probably watched the most. Out of all of them, um, I've seen some Pat Bev clips on TikTok, but I haven't really watched a full episode. They actually, like they have, it actually seems pretty fairly interesting too. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, but I've just never because it's not all about sports. It's also about like yeah. Pat Bev talks more about like the lifestyle right, and, right. and things like that. But yeah, I've never, I've never actually like gone out of my way to like try to like you know find a full episode of that. Um, Kelsey Brothers Pod. I just watched the post Super Bowl episode. Same. I really actually got good. emotional watching. Really? <laughs> I didn't get emotional. Just, just the part. No, I can I, understand. Not, not actually emotional. No, I, I was crying, mean. but it was just like yeah. when they started talking about like their mom and how cool of an experience it was for her and like how happy they were for. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought that yeah. was really cool for them. So yeah, um, I've seen some clips of that too. I'm trying to think, man. I'm trying to think. I can't really. I Pat, mean, Pat's the the most I watch. I mean, Mina. Te- I mean, Mina has Dominique Foxworth on her pod every every week or every other week. So I mean, I, that technically, but she's the main host yeah. for that. So not even. But no, that's, that's more probably, journalistic. Yeah, ma- ma- mainly JJ. I'd say probably. So I probably watch the most of Pat just because it's like 
I oh, call Pat it McAfee. That's right. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Because they just kind of freeball it, right? There's no rules. There's no network. Like, they kind of just do whatever the fuck they want. Like, yeah. they have so many different innuendos where you're like, you would not be able to say that on yeah. ESPN. And- I, I watch more spats of that show. It's just like, I just, I've texted you this before. I just feel like that show is just like pure testosterone. Like, just like <laughs> built in. You know what I mean? It's so like, yeah. There's times watching yeah. it where it's like, eh, it's a little bit much. You know what I mean? Sometimes the Aaron Rodgers interviews, I'm honestly kind of a little, a little, really? Those. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't stand it anymore. You don't because of Rodgers or just like overall? Just, I think. I think some of some of the points are interesting. I think a lot of it is just sucking up to a guy who has done a lot to not earn that over the past Fair. year or two. I know you have your. I know we have our disagreements in terms of Aaron Rodgers in general, but yeah, I just um, think it's a lot of like media narrative bullshit, in which they they do, they do do a good job of kind of trying to tune out. But I think a lot of it too is just kind of like, oh, who do we have on? Oh, let let's what can we do to suck up to them the best? You know what I mean? So. But it's it's like it, well, it's, because it's, it's playful, not journalistic. It's a playful, it's, it's a playful right? environment. They so have, I understand well, it. So, but, but it's just not my type of content. If that makes sense. So, who else is getting an exclusive Aaron Rodgers interview? Like, you got to look at it from their perspective. Like, they have to suck up. I mean, a little who? Bit, I right? mean, who else? I mean, but like, I would. I, I mean, what? In Aaron Rodgers' interview, like, that's not really moving. That's not really doing much for me. I'm not gonna lie, especially at well, this stage in his you, career. Well, for you, sure. Yeah. But that's like when saying, you look talking, at like their live viewer count, like talk about me personally though. But two o'clock on a Tuesday, they go from in like decent amount of viewers on YouTube to like it just skyrockets. Yeah. And usually, most of the people are yeah. just people who are like, "I hate this fucking guy. Let's find reasons to hate him more." Like that's a lot of what it is because a lot of what he says is like, "All right, you're being a little superficial. Yeah. Like you need to like a little, whatever." <laughs> but I'm just saying, like in general. That's the that, reason the re- they have to because like if they're if they're like yo Aaron like shut the fuck up but that, but that's the thing it's like I I'm I'm, I'm there's always going to be a level of I don't want to say lack of respect that's not it but it's just like what am I really getting out of this if you if you're if you're really the interview itself if you're you just trying to like suck up to him just so you can have him on you feel like on they your suck show up to him like that much Come they're on, all friends man. like Come him on. and AJ are friends like they're all no for sure for sure I'm not but it's just like I think. When someone does something or when they've done stuff that is obviously problematic or that should be called out. Should we talk about it? And then you don't. I don't really like care much about it, to be honest with you. I, know, I just need more content. Um, <laughs> no, we can if you want to. No, I'm but just I just think, But I just think like if, if, if someone's doing something that's obviously problematic or that's causing an issue or that's causing a stir and then you do everything in your power to either deflect from that or to try to find a defense for the person, I think that's, I don't think that's integrity in terms of in what you're in the, in the content that you're creating. So let me ask and so you, that's going to turn me off from the content itself. You know, so from the interview. what has he done? Open conversation. Like I'm, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Obviously. I don't know the guy, right? But I'm curious because there are a lot of people that hate him. Whereas I'm more like, just a regular dude he plays football yeah. like he's your typical california like f- like i'm free man like he's just like that's just who he is yeah. like uh, he made a couple hundred million dollars and that inflated the ego a bit but i mean like he's just not the normal sports celebrity yeah and the media fucking hates him and there's a lot of lies about him so i'm curious from someone who you say you have a lack of disrespect that's a record by the way uh, you're not getting that Aaron Rodgers interview anymore. Um, I, I didn't say I, I said that's what I literally said. It. No, you said there and, is, a, and I was talking about the show, the, the uh, interview. Okay, I'm not okay. talking. All right, about let Aaron, me correct. And I'm talking about Aaron in particular. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it's in terms of again, lack of respect is a total. That's a it's a really bad way to phrase because it it's not. It, it's just like when I watch the interviews with him, mm-hmm. it's just I just don't really know what I'm supposed to be getting out of this. If that make other than we're inflating Aaron's ego or we're doing this to protect Aaron or we're I don't giving, think you watch enough. or we're giving Aaron a platform. I don't really want to watch enough. Well, be because it's just, in, in terms of at least in recent months, no, this well, season all I haven't the watched as that, much. I watched every single Aaron interview that he did on McAfee last year, last season. Well, like, well, 
that was like your COVID era interviews. That's kind of garbage. But because a lot of that was him just being like addressing shit or not addressing shit, yeah. right? And so they would have to like kind of go around this but, but main that's, subject. That's, 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 that's well, a reason, yeah. That's when you have Pat McAfee about, as your yeah. host, I mean, there's not a lot of serious well, of course. journal. You of know course. what I mean? It's more casual, yeah, like dudes hanging out, kind of like it is now. But I'm curious, like what is it that turned you off from him in general? Because I think that there's like... Like, you could call him the anti-vax, right? But, like, now we reflect two years later, and it's like... But it's, it's not the anti-vax wait, stuff wait, or whatever, because just, it's just, like, whatever. It's just, yeah, I know, but that's where, it, like, it's rooted in this, like, he's a... Like, people he's made fun of for being a free thinker because he entitles himself as a free thinker, whatever. Yeah. But, like, it's the serious shit started with the anti-vax stuff when he was like, I'm against it, blah, blah, blah. Same thing with Rogan. Like, it was all media-driven narratives to turn you off from whatever they want I think you to for hear. Me, I think for me, more so with him... It's just a little bit of just self-righteousness and a little bit of a lack of accountability with some of the things that he's done and said. It, he deflects quite a bit of blame. That's I, I look, that you can say about anybody. Well, sure, but I mean, you're asking me specifically about Aaron. Like, we can, if you want to talk about a list yeah. of athletes that I dislike, no, we no, can no, 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 I'm not pressuring that, you. you know like, I mean? don't like, take it the wrong way. I'm not trying to pressure but like, you. To... But, um, but I'm specifically specifically to Aaron. Um, and again, it's not like a per- like I don't know the guy. No, like, I'm no, not, no. I'm not gonna this sit is here and say, open, open It's just the reason why I'm turned off by from those interviews and turned off from watching them and yeah. from him in general is just because of that. It's like I just don't really see someone who seems self-aware when I watch his interviews. He doesn't seem like someone who's truly, actually understanding of the situation and his words and how they affect things. And a lot I need of specifics. It, I don't know what you're talking about. Because like again. I do think he's aware, and it's I do overall, think there's like a self consciousness to be he's, careful about what he's saying. He's, he he's, he's aware specifically of his self images and how things sure. in the media and also don't think he gives portrays a for him. Yeah, in some aspects, sure. Yeah. Obviously, you know, he, he had the spat last week. He had the spat last week with Rappaport and Schefter, where he talked about that. You know, they don't know shit about me, whatever. Which again yeah. is valid. It's fair because I'm sure surprised right. that like more guys haven't said that. But um, because most of that stuff is like. They're just puppets for the league. Yeah. Like, nobody is, like, no actual, like, they don't have real connections. Like, yeah. they're connected to, like, the front of, like, PR. And, like, when teams want to release news and release well, yeah, well, stuff, yeah. those are the guys that you right. get your tweets from. Right. So, like, those guys, although they may have sources, well, agents too. their, their yeah. sources are not really the athletes. It's more the teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? And agents so that was his point. Is like specific agents I want to drive narratives too, for sure. Oh, yeah. of course, of yeah. course. And I'm sure teams yeah. will like you know. Yeah. No offense to your team, but I'm sure that they have also pushed a lot of the stuff with like with Lamar. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of because we don't know any truth whatsoever when it comes. The to thing that. with Lamar is that's a little bit tougher though. Is Baltimore's kind of known for not leaking stuff in the past, and Lamar doesn't have an agent. So, so a lot of the infor- so a lot of the information it's not really leaks. I just think it's a lot of false information in general. That's just been coming out. And we've seen specifically with him, not to get off the Rogers topic. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, we're circling right back. Um, (laughs) We've seen how messy and how all over the place the reporting has been. And that comes from a a place of wrong information. That comes from a place of nobody really knowing what is actually going on. Yeah. Um, And that comes from Lamar not having an agent. And that comes from the Ravens not really wanting to leak their contract negotiations with their franchise quarterback who very may well not want to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that all of that plays into effect. But um, anyways, I disagree with you. Um, in terms of what I think the team is leaking stuff. Oh no, I'm not saying I'm I, not saying I'm not saying they're not. I'm just not saying in like, terms of not to make him look bad, but to make him look bad for being his own agent. I think I don't think that's team stuff. I think that's media driven. I think media in particular, Schefter, sure. Schefter, sure. I, I can tell you Schefter in particular. He hates 
hates the fact that he doesn't have an Intel Lamar. Absolutely. Because there's, yeah, there's no one the fact. who you're going to get your info exactly. from. Exactly. That's and what so, I'm saying. These guys so are just puppets. Like, these so guys don't actually easier. do anything. And so it's much easier for them to write their own stories, write their own narrative, because they know that they're not going to be getting any responses from the athletes. Lamar, yeah. Lamar at, at most, might say might write something on Twitter. Twitter, yeah, I was going to say. And, and, and that'll be it. It'll be a headline for a day, and that'll be it. You know what I mean? At most. But there's not they're not going to be facing any actual backlash, so they have more you know authority to write whatever they feel like writing. Or if there's, there's a, no backlash. Or if there's a certain person inside of the organization or a certain person they know who's trying to push a certain agenda, they can go with that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anyways, obviously, no, I know, I know. back to yeah. Rodgers. Um just more so a personality thing. I just I'm just turned off by his personality. Fair. I'm turned off by the way that don't he have to speaks. like everyone. So, exactly. And so again, I I never want to say I don't like him personally. I don't know him personally. I'm yeah. probably never going to meet him personally. So it'd be well, like, after this, I hope so. Not. It'd be incredibly. I mean, with, <laughs> I know. You know, but, this um, is like probably the least of what's the worst that he's I, ever heard about himself. Um, but yeah, he just doesn't strike me as a guy who that would you know what I mean that I I just care much for in terms of what he has to say and you know what I mean what he does so I just I'm just turned off in general Um, and then obviously the show itself I'm not like I've already explained why I'm not a huge fan of it so I just don't really see a reason to be tuning in that's a show you like drink to like that no seriously like those guys are your typical I love Pat I love Pat McAfee though no no no, they have a great crew they have a great show hope he wins that case he has taken fuck Brett Favre forever Dude, he was like the first. He's the first. <laughs> uh, allegedly, allegedly, first. Allegedly. Fir- no, not allegedly. He definitely fucking did that shit. Um, Pat took, like he took I'm that chance to on himself, and that he he got a bag. Like th- thanks to his buddy Peyton for even hooking him up Omaha with ESPN, yep. and he's getting all these like new things. Like Pat is killing it. Yeah. Um, but as far as like real info, the like, WWE gig is crazy too that he does. Which yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, all over. Real quick, just to close Aaron thing. My thought is like, I don't love the guy, but I do think a lot of it is fake orchestrated hate from the media, which like you'll you'll read things online, you'll read articles, you'll read like these hit pieces after he goes on these shows. Like he was made fun of recently for the the, the hideaway thing that he's doing where he's got to go lock himself in a room for two days or whatever the fuck that is. Like, like I'm more like, hey, brother, like if that's if that's your way of figuring out if you want to play for 60 million dollars next year. All right, bro. Like. Who the fuck do I care? You yeah. know what I mean? And people are like, "Oh, that guy's so fucking weird." It's yeah, like, I mean, stuff like listen, that. Listen, bro, like, like whatever you do in your free time, deep. like who gives a like? Yeah, who cares? like, who like cares? it's not, it's yeah. really not that deep. But all in general, like during the whole COVID thing, we saw people who were against the vaccines for their own reasons. I'm not talking about like your your super right wing like <sighs> conspiracy theory people at the time, but like we look back two years later and it's like, oh okay, the American people were definitely lied to and there was a lot more false information than we like to admit or that they're going to ever admit. Regardless, I do think he is a little full of himself. However, like I think he's very aware of the things that he's saying. I think he's very aware of the impact. Like Somebody with that much of a stature for so long knows that the reach level goes way further than I'm not saying the reach level. I'm saying necessarily... I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this without like. This is, but here, listen. I don't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers for 40 minutes. But my point is, is that like, he said things that the a lot of the most important people in this country did not agree with. So he was told the people were told to hate this guy because he didn't want to get a vaccine. Same thing happened in Joe Rogan. Like that whole story is fucking insane to me that like that even happened. Like CNN took his apology or not his apology, his uh, vaccine Instagram post and put like yellow, yellow filters to make him look like that's the, you know what I mean? Like that's the type of shit where it's like, this is pre-orchestrated hate 
because there's a threat to the actual truth. And that's fact. You can, like, look this shit up. Like, it's real shit. So I think a lot of the Aaron Rodgers, like, backlash is, yes, brought on himself, but also, like, you've kind of been told to, like, don't like this guy because he's, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's a lot more than just what comes out of his mouth. I think that people have twisted a lot of the truth. Um, and listen, I don't think he's the greatest person in the world. Like, I'm not, like, a, a dick writer for Aaron Rodgers. But I do think that there is, like, a human decency aspect of, like, it's just another human being, bro. Like, he's just on a stage. Like, you know how many more people are just like that guy? You know what I mean? Like, there's so many more people that are awful human beings that just don't have the platform, so we never know. Where it's like, this guy's going on a podcast every week. He's giving his whatever. Like, in reality, like, this dude, it's just a normal human being like you and me. You know what I mean? So, uh, to end the thought, I think a lot of it is just fake bullshit, like, narrative just media-driven narratives. Um, and like you said, like Schefter doesn't like a lot of... Um, he, he hates the Ravens right now because he doesn't have an in. Mm -hmm. Whereas it's, it's the same shit with Aaron Rodgers. Like everyone thinks that they know something, but it's like the organization itself hasn't even figured out what they know. Yeah. So we'll move on from that. <laughs> Just because, you know, I, I like to hear from people being like, oh, I don't like... I'm like, a lot of what you're saying doesn't really make sense. You know what I mean? Like you can hate whoever you want to hate, but it's just like you're kind of being told to to hate specific people. Well, you can, I mean, you can you can have your own reasons. No, 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 that, yeah, but. yeah, yeah. But that's why I like to have an open discussion and be like, all right, so what what is it that you don't like? Let me tell you, mm. like, what I've seen. You know what I mean? I'm not, that's why I was saying, like, there's no yeah. pressure. I wasn't trying to, like, no, grill no, 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 you. No, I was just curious to be like, yeah. okay, we may have seen different things. Yeah. Like, what, what is it that, like, takes you off? Yeah. And I do think that, like, all of those guys, all of those are all kind of full of themselves. Like, they're all, but that, you have to be to be a franchise quarterback. Apple, yeah. yeah. Yeah, listen, man, like, you want to go do uh, ayahuasca in, in the fucking jungle in Brazil? Fucking go ahead, bro. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? But then, like, CNN will have coverage for 24-7 and be yeah. like, this guy's awful because he's promoting bet. And it's like, bro, what are we doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on. Um, we'll move on. Super Bowl thoughts. We'll stick with football for a little bit, and then we'll move into NBA. Super Bowl in a nutshell. Thoughts. We'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about the game first. And then we'll talk about the halftime show. I think it, I think Mahomes is the third greatest quarterback of all time. Who's ahead of him? I have Brady, Montana, Mahomes. That's my top three. Two in five years, two Super Bowl appearances or three Super Bowl appearances, two Super Bowl wins, two Super Bowl MVPs, five conference title appearances, two MVPs, won his division all five years. I think he retires today as the third greatest quarterback in history. I think he surpassed his talent level. His talent. I, I think he's the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. I think Aaron Rodgers. I was, Aaron Rodgers held that throne for a long. I was long getting time. right into that. Yeah. He. I think after year two or three of Mahomes, I was I was already on board with Mahomes being the most talented quarterback I've ever seen with my two eyes. Well, um, okay. So here's the thing. I disagree with you to an extent because I mean, after the first three years, I was like, this guy's going to be fucking good. Right now, it's been five years. We know a lot yeah. more. But he lost his weapons. Like his team was, his offense was completely like restructured. They had to sign new people. They had to get, they got Tony in there now. Like you got a whole Juju, you have all these new guys and he still didn't skip a My beat. My whole thing is, but obviously because we, we spoke about our predictions, I had the Chiefs winning it regardless. Yeah. I never thought much of losing Tyreek. You know, the offensive line was shifted. They had to completely revamp that after the Tampa Super Bowl. I knew. Well, because they got destroyed. As long as they have that guy. Yeah. Calling plays yeah. as their head coach. And as long as they have number 15, 
KC is going to be the favorite coming out of the AFC for the next decade. I have zero doubt in my mind about it. They have zero doubt in my mind about it. And we look up, we look back at it now because I know a lot of people always try to make the comparison too. Like, oh, you know, Mahomes won one early on. Rodgers also won one early on. He never, he never even made a Super Bowl again the rest of his career. I had never had a doubt after that first Mahomes title that he was going to be back within the next couple of years. I'd never had a single, and I never had a doubt that he was going to win at least another one or two. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Now projecting forward, I think he's got a legitimate chance to, I don't know if he's c- catching seven. I don't know if he's getting seven to Brady. Five. I think, I think five is a hundred. I think, I think Jordan's in play for sure. Without a shadow of a doubt, they're going to be in contention for a while. Um, if Reed ever does retire and Bienemy still can't get a job, but that's an easy, <laughs> that's an easy transition at that point. Um, I hope to God that doesn't happen as a as a fan of another yeah. AFC team. Is that my phone call? Sorry about that. You good? Um, as a fan of another AFC team, obviously I hope that's not the case. But yeah. um, that was kind of my main. And I'm not breaking new ground. A lot of people have had the same exact opinion too in terms regarding Mahomes. But um, he is the most talented guy, quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Obviously, I've, I'm only 23 years old, so it's not really. I, I didn't watch Joe Montana. Yeah, it's not over yeah, yet. So it's not like I'm, you know, breaking ground here. But there's some um, eight year old listening or that's gonna hear this and be like, "I'll fucking show you." Um, yeah, no, nah, he's got it, man. Like he, he's got it. Like that's that's the guy. So um, that that was probably my main takeaway. Um, man, I now I guess the second one was I was really really impressed with Jalen too. I'm not. I saw it coming. I was so. I said on this Jaylen podcast four, five months ago when everyone was like, "Oh, Jalen hurts this," and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Jalen, do you see what they just did to the roster? Jalen played so so well. There was never a point in that Super Bowl when he had, when he had the ball where I didn't think he was going to make a big play. There wasn't a single point. And you're talking about a guy too who historically, especially in college, in big game moments, has gotten pulled at halftime, has gotten benched for a freshman. And in Oklahoma, he got be- didn't he get benched in the bowl game too with Oklahoma too in his last year? I know I know there's there was some game he got benched with Oklahoma too because I was little, I was listening to a podcast about they had it. no it. other uh, quarterbacks um, on that roster. Something happened, or he played really bad. Something happened with. Continue your thought. I'll look it up. And you try to look it up for me. Yeah, um, regardless, historically in his career, has not played well in bowl games and in um, national championship games. For him to produce that type of performance in a Super Bowl at that age, in only his second year as a starter. I was really first full year, really, because he kind of came in midway through last year. Um, I just came out of that super, super impressed with him. Obviously, you know the team's amazing. He's got you know weapons galore. Um, Goddard, I thought Goddard played really well too. He made a really good, some really good catches. Devontae Smith's incredible. AJ's incredible. Um, Miles Sanders is really good. Um, but I, I no was, fuck that guy, <laughs> and I'll tell you off screen why. But fuck that guy. Um, it's a really good team. Obviously, they have the best line in the league, so I'm not trying to take anything away from the team, but him in particular, his individual performance, I came away really, really impressed um, with him and with Sirianni as well. Because that, that, I was an, a rookie coach, I, you know, you never really know how that's going to go. So, uh, But going forward, they lost both their coordinators already. So it's you know it's been within a week of the Super Bowl. They've already lost both coordinators to head coaching gigs. So um, you know going forward, we'll have to see how that adjustment is. But um, I guess those are probably my two main takeaways. Obviously, which was just the play of the quarterback. So... Um, I'll go in the same round as you did. I'll start with the Chiefs and then I'll go to the Eagles. Um, they were down 10 at half and there was not a single part of me that was like, this game's over. I was like, this is like the game just started at that kickoff in the third quarter to the Chiefs. And I was like, this, the game just started right now. The game's 10-0 and Mahomes is your quarterback and Andy Reid's calling plays. 
Like, we're going to be here long. Like, this is not over. It's far yeah. from This is not Tampa. You know what I mean? Um, and that was a lot of going into the Super Bowl. I really thought, uh, can the Eagles keep, keep up coaching-wise with the Chiefs? The Chiefs yeah. have been there, done that, right? Eagles had one of the easiest schedules in the league. They didn't have Hurts for about, I think it was like four weeks. Um, beat the shit out of my New York Giants um, with ease. And beat San Fran. San Fran had their issues with quarterback, whatever. Yep. Um but I will say, Brock Purdy not moving the needle for you. Uh, real, real quick, I don't know if the Eagles can achieve what they achieved this year going forward. Um, I think teams are going to get better in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I think this is the year to catch the Chiefs. If anyone's going to catch the Chiefs, Mahomes a little banged up. Team's a little banged up. Um, like McCall Hardman didn't even play. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's that's a huge part of the offense. Yeah. Now obviously Reed's you know very plug and play, so he can pull whoever you know. They, that offense just runs off speed. We saw it with. Have you, did you see the clip that NFL Films put out about they ran the same play, but they just ran it uh, the other way. Like so the yeah. motion yeah, was the mo- coming the motion in and then coming he would, and then back out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's little had, things like that. that. Play well all year. Yeah. It's little things yeah. like that where you're like, Andy Reed is a coaching god. You know what I mean? To call the same play twice and to just hope that the defense doesn't pick up on it. I mean, obviously, you never know, right? Because yeah. the guy's wide open by 20 yards. Like, right. He could have went to the right and scored a touchdown at the same time. We would have been like, whatever. They just whatever. flipped it. They basically literally just That's all they did. It. That's all they did. They just flipped. <laughs> it didn't work the first time, and it worked the second time. Um, yeah, man. Mahomes. Um, I have no worries. Dude is just that fucking good. Like, he really is just that good. Big Aaron Rodgers guy, right? We know this. I just We just talked um football wise pat is the most talented ever i have not seen enough joe montana tape um I don't but think it matters. but but no no i'm not putting him over montana because you know accolades no no i'm first saying as, and as, foremost, from a talent level i still don't think it matters in terms of montana mahomes but no i was just talking yeah, about ranking yeah. as far as achievements yeah. and rings and you know things like that um yeah, he's the most talented quarterback of all time. I could, I could, I could say that he, by far. Yeah. Um, on a bum ankle, he's still running forty-yard <laughs> runs, bro. Like I don't know what they shot him up with at halftime. Yeah, time, the fourth but, down scramble on that on that ankle was just. And he was limping, and he was still hitting, you know, like probably fifteen miles an hour yeah. on a, on a bum ankle. Um. Yeah, there was not a point in that game where I thought, okay, the Chiefs are out of this. I thought it really came down to you know, it's it's like a chess game. It's just going to be a matter of can the Eagles keep up. Or do they take their foot off the pedal? Philly not being able to get him down once. Yeah, yeah, no, that's huge. That's huge because that was that was one of the main things, one of the main talking points going into it is how was, would Casey's offensive line hold up against that yeah. pass rush? Them not being able to get to him once all game long. Yeah, it's was huge. Just incredible. against one of the best defensive lines in the league. It was just incredible. It was just genuinely just incredible. Obviously, he was getting, he got a, and it's not like he was getting the ball out at record speed. He was getting the ball out fast, if granted, but um, they they held up really, really, really well. Yeah, so. Yeah, um, and bro, as far as Casey had like eight rookies starting on both sides of the ball too, like something insane like that. Like, and that's where coaching is like yeah. your greatest attribute because you have to coach these guys up to a point where it's like you have to play in a Super Bowl. Sorry, or you know what I mean, like to apologize, but you know, like if if you get burned on at this point in the year, yeah, you're probably getting cut. Yep. Sorry, bro. Um, anyways, back to the Eagles. What a fucking season, Jalen Hurts. It hurts me that he's an eagle because I'm like I really want to root for the yeah. guy because man let let we can't pretend like the media didn't hate this guy like last year yeah. same time last year we were all like oh Jalen hurts the is playoff kinda... loss was pretty ugly though I'm not gonna lie but yeah but yeah fair no, you're right fair 
but a lot of things happened, and I was like, you get the guy what he needs. Got, they went out, and got AJ Brown. Yep. Right. You got you got all this help, and they, they Ra- were Ravens. Really you, f- Ravens, you listening? <laughs> you, you listening? Please, so, someone better than James Proche. I'm beg. I'm Ugh. begging. That's all I ask. Anyways, I'm sorry. Um, they'll probably win the NFC East again Fuck next it, year. Mark Andrews out there somewhere. I feel like that was kind of what like Goddard this game, like dude was just like I'm just like all right where is he fifty where's, balls he we was just coming yeah. down with everything I was like bro what the Travis like, what the Travis Kelsey yeah. like, went over you bro in like, the Super Bowl of all times for him to do this um yeah. what it was a great game I will admit because you know you texted me at one point and you were like I'm getting a little bored you know what I mean I feel like that was like the second quarter that was when the Eagles were just milking the fuck. they were just milking like, the clock bro yeah. the Chiefs touched the ball what one time and that was like with like 13 minutes left yeah. in the second quarter yeah. like they had the Eagles schemed it out perfectly just keep the ball out of Mahomes yeah. hand just drive down the field then, waste all the time and then they go oppor- and give up a fucking opportunities. De- defensive touchdown kills everything yeah. And they go down and drive. I think that's when they kick the field goal. But I think that's probably what impressed me most about Jalen was how he responded to that fumble because yeah. he 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 didn't, he didn't miss a beat it after that fumble. too. It it, it, was, well, it was it was a, it was a horrific fumble. That was like a Cam Newton. It fumble was right it there. was a horrific fumble. But the way he bounced back from that too also was another thing that really impressed me. Um, yeah, I did. I don't want to say. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say like some of that too wasn't also the fact that I was just with my girl watching the game. We were just kind of like hanging out, and so some of it was like not fully paying attention to the game too, so not yeah. really being locked in. Um, but time control, ball. Uh, I'm sorry, ball control, time of possession. Typically, if you're able to dominate it to that extent, you're coming away with the win. Yeah. And it just once again goes through, even in limited opportunities. If you need to drive the ball down the field in limited time, there's no one that you would rather have than that guy in KC. So, it my again my main takeaway is I feel like I'm just kind of repeating myself here over and over again. But he is so 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 good, um, and he's gonna be he's already the face of the league. He's gonna be the point of he's the guy to beat for the foreseeable future too. Um, so it's, it's gonna be a, a lot to deal with. I envision many more parades in KC, you know, over the next couple of years. Um, but if if you're an Eagles fan, you you, you got to walk away from this one just heartbroken. The holding call, I didn't have a massive issue with the holding I was call. Bring that up next, I didn't have a massive issue with the holding call, especially when the guy literally admits afterwards, like, yeah, I was holding him. Then it's like, okay, what can, what can you say as a fan at that point if the guy who committed the penalty is literally admitting to it? I don't think it was um, the call. It was more the timing of the call that yeah. people had an issue with. Yeah, but like at the end of the day. If it's a flag, it's you a flag, call flag. the flag. If it's like, a flag, it's a flag. Like, you know. When I saw, well, so at first I was like, oof, like this is going to, like I know social media is going to blow up. Because we're being one. selfish as consumers because we don't want a flag to, it doesn't dictate the game, but in terms of we want Jalen Hurts to have the opportunity to drive the field, to drive back down the field and either get a field goal to tie or get yeah. a touchdown to win the game. Yeah. We want that as a consumer. We want to watch him at least get the opportunity to do that. We don't want it to end. Which is know, funny because I think, just, you know, I think the NFL would also want out. that. For sure. So a lot of like the, NFL wanted Mahomes to win blah, 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 bullshit is like, you don't think that they would want like an overtime Super Bowl? Like that would be fucking great for the ratings. Yeah. Like that would be a classic. You know what I mean? That would instantly become like an NFL films, like yeah. in-depth classic game of all time. But um, at first, when I first saw it live, I was like, oh, that looked rough. Yeah. I saw a few angles later on after the game and I was like, oh, it was a clear fucking hold. Yeah. And then you see uh, Bradbury comes out and says, yeah, I held him. Yeah. But here, my thing was like, that ball was tossed oh no it was far and, and, so, and so that's and so that's where I, I i get a little bit iffy with the rule because if it's an uncatchable pass regardless of a penalty is committed they if it's if the ball is uncatchable they nine times out of ten they're not throwing the flag yeah 
I thought that was an uncatchable ball. That I was my that was my issue with the penalty more so. She than was in the, the back of the itself. end zone, bro. That was my issue with the penalty more so than the hold itself. But um, I and mean, when I watched it live, I, I obviously saw I saw Juju break. Right? It kind of looked but like a throwaway. It, no, no, no. That's exactly right. Bro, I was like, <laughs> I, lo- like I watched it because he ha- he had a little bit of pressure, yeah, yeah. but it looked like he was just like, all right, I'm just going to throw this just shit away. If you look at the clock, you look at the situation, that would be a throwaway ball. Yeah. And it looked like it. It looked like, I'll throw this, and if Juju gets it, good. If he doesn't, yeah. whatever, next down. But watching it live, I was like, that ball ended, like it landed yeah. within like three yards of the back of the end zone. Yeah. Is Juju really catching that, yeah. breaking off like the five yard? That's a... Okay, listen, and a lot of your receivers will be like, "Well, like, how are you supposed to know if I'm going to go get if that? Get, with if I'm hold? getting held, yeah, yeah, fair. How can you argue that, right? But all in all, I was just like, yeah, it sucks, but like the the rules are the rules, bro. Yeah. Like, you hold, you if hold. there was a false start, yeah, right on the field goal with three seconds left, and you got to fucking like, what do you? Right, we can't just turn it off because you know what I mean. So that was my thing. And uh, what did you think of the the juju drama on Twitter? We were kind of talking about it a little bit, but. I have my I have my perspective, but look, I didn't care. You just want to ring, bro. Let him talk his shit. It is what it is. Yeah, like I just thought it was I so. Thought it, I thought it was a little corny. I'm not gonna lie, just more so because it's it's juju. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're asking my opinion on it, so like I'm telling you, you know fair, I mean? fair, fair. I don't mean to step um, on it. I'm sorry. I found it a little bit corny to single out a guy, especially like you know, if if he was like cooking him the whole game and the guy was like you know talking to him back, and so that's that's one thing. But well, a lot of people don't like Bradbury. We'll start there. Well, I mean, yeah, Bryberry doesn't help himself either, but... um, I thought it was funny. I thought it was, like, lighthearted, like, whatever. It's Valentine's Day. You just want to ring? All right, bro, you're high on life. It is what it is. Like I said, I I didn't have, like, a massive... I just thought it was a little bit of a corny tweet, so I didn't really have much of an issue with it, so... the backlash comes from is because he's the TikTok boy. He just has a lot of hate from, you know, Dance Gun logos and posting TikToks and all this other bullshit, and... um, I'm not mad at the Eagles for reacting. Like, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be a little they're gonna stick up for their teammate. They're gonna be a little salty. They just lost like the biggest game of their life, right? Like that's pretty much expected. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, yeah, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> like who the fuck cares? Like, you can't have any talking points against the guy who just beat you for a ring. So then you had like other people coming out of the woodworks, NFL guys that are yeah. like, fuck Juju, blah blah blah. And I'm like, the fuck? You've been on a couch for like a month now. Like you were just at this the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Like shut the fuck up, bro! Like, you were in a skills competition. Like that's where you I'm like, all right, Hunt- this you is lost like lost a skills competition to Tyler Huntley. That's what you did. That's what you did. Bro, but when I sucked like whoa. When like I saw that. When I my goodness. Even your phone, bro. You just be dropping that shit. You gonna move this off to the side? When I saw that the Tyler Huntley skills competition, can I be honest? I didn't watch it. I just saw that. I just saw the clip on Twitter. I didn't watch it either. I didn't even know what's like. I know that there were quarterback competitions. There was something else going on that same day too. Wasn't there a game going on that same day? Because I remember I was like not football wise. No, because no, no, not football. Because I remember I texted you. I was like, the skills competitions going on right now too. Oh, remember NBA. That? There was something going on. We've also turned to degenerate gamblers over the past couple weeks. So uh, <laughs> that's that's another thing. No, listen, I'm I'm cool on it. Like I I, I get my one in. I haven't done anything this week. So. My little five man, uh, six man, five dollar, and that's it. Like, I got fifteen I, bucks left in that account. It's going to yeah. have to last me however long it lasts. I me, was so. me and Keaton got really into it. Um, yeah. I found a dude that makes like spreadsheets. You're sending for, me spreadsheets, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, "Listen, bro, you want to go off this? Go ahead." Like, we hit a couple times, but um, it's hard, man. It's not even that it's hard. It's just like you are so confident. You're so confident going in. Like me and Keaton, I was like, "All right, bro, we got this." Like we share each other's picks, and we're like, "All right, bro, like this, this is a fucking lock." You know what I mean? And then you wake up the next day, and it's like, like, like one out of six. Hey? Yeah. You're like. The fuck am I doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was a meal. Yeah. I just lost a meal yeah. by thinking I know. You know what I mean? 
and I will say, the more that I get into it, the more I'm like, oh fuck, this shit might be like fucking scripted. Like, like you got guys that are just like under by half or over by, and you're like, whoa, 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 mm-hmm. whoa. Or maybe the sports books are just that fucking good at their fucking projections. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like they've been doing it for decades. But <sighs> listen, house always wins. I'm learning the hard way. Yeah, it always does. I told Keaton he was gonna put in like some good money, and I was like. Don't fucking do that. No. Stop donating to not for player props. If it, if it's for a regular betting site, you can. Bet you want to do like money like line parlays? Yeah, sure. That, those 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 I definitely feel a lot more comfortable with. But I'm not. These player I'm props not, are insane. I just can't be bothered betting Draymond Green over under one and a half free throws made. Like I just I'm just not doing it. <laughs> I will say that my favorite like fan player interactions are always like the DMs where it's like fuck you like you fucked up my ten man parlay that I put in for a dollar and I was gonna like get like uh, fifteen hundred bucks. Where yeah. I was like. And like Draymond is the best at that because he'll just be like, I don't give a fuck yeah. about your like, yeah. you know what I mean? We're no trying to win does. a basketball game, Who cares, yeah. which is like when you think about it, like when we used to play pickup games, that's like the lowest form of basketball. But when you think about it, especially me playing pickup, basketball is basketball, no matter how good you work it. Imagine trying to like point shave in a game like you do. Your brain doesn't even work, bro. Your <laughs> brain doesn't work. Shave. All you know when you're playing basketball, point like you're at LA, if you're at LA Fitness playing basketball, bro, your brain knows get ball, score ball. Like that's all it knows. Imagine with these guys. Like you think like there is a player out there that's like, oh, like all right, they got they got me at eight assists. Like let me fuck this. You know oh, I, mean? I know for a fact. Like, oh, it's definitely a handful of LA Hoopers. But, or, oh, or for sure, stats. for sure. Like, oh, but I'm I think five that, from eight from three today. I'm cooking. <laughs> I will say, like, I'm waiting for, like, the big gambling scandal to come out soon. Because, like, it's becoming so enlarged. Gambling scandal. Like, UFC was a big one where it's, like, this guy was telling, oh, this guy's injured, that guy. And now that whole, that whole, um... Well, there was the... Dojo is completely eliminated from any... there was the, uh, was the 66 World Series... They had their sixty-something uh, World Series, like the White Sox, nineteen seventeen. Yeah, yeah. You mean? Or, oh, it was that. It was Is that. that what you're oh about? Jesus! I didn't know it was that long ago. That's that's the big one. That's Jesus. a huge. Yeah, yeah one. that was the big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't know it was seven. Well, you also had like your your Pete Rose, who was in uh, right, right, intentionally, right. you know, point shaving right. and shit like that. And then you had your NBA. Uh, what was his name? Tony Donahue. Donahue. Yeah. Was it Tony Donahue? It's something Donahue. I don't know. Donahue. I don't think yeah. Tony. That's it, that's your famous one. Tony Brothers. They might be on fucking CP games. No, that's not him. That's the other guy, the white guy. Uh, that's the guy that hates CP every time. Like CP has the worst record with him oh, refing. I can't think old, of his name. Yeah, the old guy. I can think of his ugly face, but I can't think of. I literally that. have his face because the Jack Harlow video. I literally yeah. have his face in my, in my mind. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah. Um, that's funny. Let's let's go. Let's change. Well, halftime thoughts. Uh, the, Rihanna loved it. Uh, I I had no idea she was... hated it. Really? Yeah. Why? Say your part and I'll say my part. I just thought it was enjoyable. I thought she performed the songs I wanted to hear. Um, moving platforms, that were pretty cool. I'm not really much of a, like a dance person, so like I don't really care much about like backup dancers and like yeah. what they're doing. Like they're just kind of there, like it's fine. Yeah. I really just care more about with the music and she performed the songs that I, I liked. So um, I know she was pregnant again though. That, that was definitely that took me by surprise. I thought originally that's her way of telling the world. I, th- I thought that she. I thought that for some reason my brain was like. Yeah. Wired. I thought she literally just had the baby. I remember you texted. I was like, "What are you talking about?" I thought she literally had just had the baby, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, you know, you know, she probably just had the baby. That's crazy, or whatever." And I was like, "Oh, the baby was born like May of last year. Like yeah. she's just pregnant again. <laughs> that's crazy." So yeah, soft launching the baby at the Super Bowl halftime show. That's that's. Her I don't know. If that's a soft stuff. launch, bro. Or hard launch. Yeah, hard launch the baby. <laughs> I think it, I think she had more view. We had, they had more viewers for during, the halftime during the show. Halftime show than the game itself. In the yeah, game, in the yeah, peak, yeah. which is crazy. Um, I listen, listen. When I say I didn't like it. The things I didn't like was because I we've been spoiled. We kind of talk about this. We've been spoiled. Like last year, we had five people on, yeah. and it was like this whole big thing. And you know, you got all these big popular names. And um, like you said, like I enjoyed all the music and all the hits. Like those are all great songs, classics. I just thought there was like no life. 
she's pregnant. Yeah. You have to kind of put that into perspective yeah, a little bit. Sure. I just thought that like the lack of it was almost like there were so many background or backup dancers mm-hmm. that it was like trying to overcompensate for the fact that she was just kind of be like right. she did a little bit. Right. She did her little like tail, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> like I don't know what that was. I was like, well, I was like, okay, whatever. And she like grabbed her ass cheek. All right, cool. That's like, you know, the sex appeal, cool, whatever. I thought that was so weird. Can we just talk about that for a second? I was like, why what does that have anything to do with like all right, like, like who am I to fucking hurt Rihanna? Like what ah, you know, like but I I enjoyed it. I don't know. I just thought that there needed to be more <sighs> I don't know how else to say that. I get you know, it. I, get it. I would have loved if you know Jay came out and run this town. I know Kanye is like that's we're too far gone for that, but too far gone, but listen, bro, like it's a star. Like the weekend didn't have anyone come out, and I enjoyed it. But I think I'm more biased because it's, it's you just week- like the weekend, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's what it is. Like, there's just certain artists who have a certain level of discography where it's like it's they're doing themselves an injustice by having more people come on. Yeah. It's like you know what I mean. So yeah. I, I think she's definitely in that category of artists. So. Um, I mean, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought the moving platform thing was pretty cool. Um, it got me nervous at the start. I, so. Well, she was. Con- they're all connected, but I see what you right, did. You see right. the one that fell. One of them fell. So Rihanna's in the middle. You have your uh, your left platform. You have your right platform. Right. And one of the backup dancers like fell, like ate shit. We're just dancing and just like kind of trip backwards. Oh, like on the platform. Pretty fucking close to the edge. Got oh, up I and kept you, dancing. I thought you were saying like they fell off. Okay, I was gonna no, say no, that no, definitely they didn't fall off. They, 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 they fell, fell on the platform. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. But they were like fucking 30 feet in the You're air, right, so it's right. kind of, I would be freaked right. out. But they all have harnesses on. That's what a lot of people don't Don't think about. realize, yeah. Oh, but yeah, when for sure. They showed That's... the one angle where it was like, it looked like the platform was like a runway, like up, uh, suspended in the air. And those fucking things were kind of moving a little moving, bit. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I'd be up there. I don't even think you could harness me up. Maybe. Maybe I'm just being too much of a pussy. What do you think of the field conditions? It's a big topic. Oh, my God. I mean, everyone was slipping and sliding. The players themselves said it was horrible. It was just so... Did you see... Did you, you, do you remember the tweet I sent you about how they prepped the grass? Yeah. They, like, grew it organically in Phoenix, and they, like, yeah, brought it weird. in and out of the stadium and yeah. stuff. It's like, what? You just straight... Like, it, like, like for two weeks before the Super Bowl, it was getting, like, seven hours of sunlight, like, daily. They would, like, wheel yeah. it out. Like, it was just weird. Just really but weird. that stadium has had a history of just shit turf. And... and a lot of people were like, oh, this is the NFL's way of being like, you want real tiff? Are you? Yeah. And there was something, there was a report that came out and it was just basically like, they've had a problem with like the humidity of the grass and the grass heats up. Mm-hmm. And then when you slide it back into the stadium, it, it needs time right. to, you know, to, or whatever. That's just what I read. I don't know if that's, I don't know anything about grass. So, but that's you just what I read. Experience. But like the Kells brothers were kind of like, you just have to adapt. Like right. it is what it is. Right. You can't fucking change the like grass. Both both teams are playing on the same grass. Yeah. Like you, know like you just so. have to. Most players just change their cleats and you keep yeah. it moving. But. Should be fair. I thought the Eagles did a pretty good job of not making excuses post game. Also. So, yeah, yeah. They lost. Yeah. And they didn't lose. They didn't get beat. Yeah. They just lost yeah. at the end. You know. Unfortunate holding. Um. Sucks. Let's move on to the NBA because I'm really excited. Because uh, your team is like. Yeah, they're fucking good this year, uh, despite you know your injuries and shit that's going on. New news: you have a new head coach officially. We do, kind of. Well, not new, but yeah. You know, what I, you yeah, know he's what I mean. got he's got the tag now. He got promoted, I guess you could say. It was they they figured out the legal stuff with Ime. That's really that's all it good. was because he yeah. still had the tag, so they had to figure out his situation before they could fully promote Joe. Um, so it seems looks like that finally got they finally got that sorted out. The Nia Long has been making some uh, some interesting. She's comments been doing her press She's definitely been making the press. Definitely. I just, find it, I just want to comment on that really quickly. Just her in general? Well, I mean, I love Nia Long. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the last person to sit here and shit on Nia Long. I'm going to tell you that right now. I, I'm going to be the last person to do that. It's just I found it very disingenuous and, like, 
even from like even like if you don't really know much about the situation with Ime, just for full clarification Ime Udoka the former coach of the Celtics um, was found out to be have being slept he was sleeping with one of the staffers I think it might have been that was more, it might have been two yeah. staffers actually um, whatever report came out when the original report came out it was that Ime was suspended for a year no one get brought anything out no one said anything no, they weren't no allowed whatever. to legally the shams leak came from Ime because the leak was that he was having a consensual workplace relationship with a staffer Mm. that leak came from Ime because he wanted to save face and be like oh it was a consensual relationship I wasn't trying to use my position of power to try that that leak came from him once that leak came through people on social media then started going out of their way to try to figure out who the female staffer staffers were and there were two women in particular who I don't want to name, obviously, for obvious reasons, who were getting attacked, who were getting comments on their social media pages, who were insane. trending on social media, who were literally being the ones who people were saying, oh, why did you do, oh, you ruined it. Because obviously fans are going to be fans. You know, fans are stupid. Um, placing blame on them, which then forced the Celtics into a position where now they're forced to come out with a statement to try to protect those women in the organization and say, no, it's not them. They have nothing to do with it. Please stop attacking them. Please. And by the way, two women who are married, two women who have kids, two women who have been with the organization for years on end. Now the organization, they, they feel a sense of responsibility to now come out into the public to protect them because they're getting completely annihilated by, by fan bases, by the media. And so the Celtics Which, are forced at that let's, point. Let's put this to come in perspective. Out. Like, what. Do you, what would you be getting out of like shaming? The, I know it's the internet. And I know it's like right. there's no common sense. That, that's, that's but really, in general, that's like really, what's really all? Are you is. mad because he couldn't control his dick? Yeah, like no, I don't it's, understand. It's, it's people wanted to put place blame on the women because their favorite. Yeah, like because, for their, what? because their favorite head coach yeah. is no longer going to be their head coach. Fuck him. That's really all it is. That's what it comes down to. But they didn't and skip a beat. Clearly, it wasn't him the, for their it's success. The same th- it's the same thing people do with players when they defend players who are abusers. They defend players who have done. Who have had shady past, who have done bad things in the past, like they defend. Are you calling me out about this Aaron Rodgers shit? No, I'm just kidding. Aaron, I'm that just kidding. is I'm that pales in comparison. To I know, no, no. We're talking about, you, um, but yes, your Ray Rice is in. Um, we mentioned Tyreek Hill earlier. Same thing. Um, they're all. You're always going. Not all year, but fans are always going to try to find a reason to defend their favorite player because they want them to be on their favorite team because they want their team to be good. Yeah. It's gonna be the same thing with the head coach. So if they can try know. to find a way to point the finger and point the blame towards somebody else, they're going to fucking do that. Especially in an industry like sports that is incredibly misogynistic. If you have an opportunity to point your finger at a woman, of course they're going to fucking do it. And so now the Celtics are forced in a position where they have to publicly come out, name the two women and say, no, it has nothing to do with them. And so obviously that's now going to bring more backlash. People are now going to start questioning, you know, the first reports that Shams reported that came from Ime himself. And so now it's going to turn into a whole a storm. Yeah. My issue was like Nia. Honey, <laughs> why 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 yeah. are we, why are we blaming the organization that gave your husband the opportunity to be the head coach in the first place? Yeah. Instead of your or they're not even married, so I, I don't want to say husband, but instead of your man who was out there 
sleep with another woman. Exactly. Like, why Why is the organization the one to... And you talk about, you know, my son Whoa. was so sad when he heard the news. It's like... Bro, fuck your kid. It's like... You're like the, the father the, the of the kid. The organization has a much bigger responsibility to protect the women currently employed by the organization than they do to try to save face from, from their former coach who was sleeping with your, with uh, with two women in your, within, within your organization. You have a much bigger responsibility to protect those women who weren't involved at all. Than you do, do to try to save face. Much, much better um, responsibility. Question. That's not on them. Do we know for a fact that they are still with the organization? The two women? To my... Oh, the two women that he was... I have no idea. The two women that were alleged... They yeah, were never no, no. identified though, right? The real people, women? People figure it out. People uh, figure it out. Yeah, people figure it out. Those are the kind of stories um, where I try to stay away from. The two women who are alleged, they're still with the organization. I know for, I know one of them for a fact is. Well, yeah, because if yeah, if they were to fire them now, then yeah. there's going to be a legal back. No, but it wouldn't even been firing just if, if they resigned because the backlash got too much or whatever the case may be. Okay. I know those two women, they're still the women who were, uh, who actually were in, involved in the relationship. I have no idea. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to talk about it too much just because yeah. I'm trying to talk about the good yeah. that the Celtics are doing these days. Uh, what are your thoughts on, I mean, we're, we're halfway through yeah we're officially halfway yeah. through um just celtics thoughts it's exciting um it's been a really 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 fun season it's been really nice to see Jalen and jason really start maturing into themselves really start figuring out how, to, how are we going to play with each other how can we make it a cohesive um, how can we make this of a cohesive unit instead of it being my turn, your turn? We went to we went to a couple Celtics yeah. games, you know, yeah. two years ago or so. We went to, went to one in Boston, went to another one in Miami. Our main takeaway, I remember from both those games, were, wow, it's really just Jason and Jalen taking turns with the ball. Like they're mm-hmm. just, it's just you ISO. Okay, now it's my turn. Now I, I said it's that was that. I remember those were our main takeaways. And it was live and die by that. The thing too. is, those two guys were so talented that it was enough to bring them to three, four conference championships. Still at that point, you know what I mean? And they, they, that's how good those guys were. And that's why everyone was projecting so hard that, you know, if these guys are able to find their footing in the league and, you know, and playing with one another, they're going to be a fucking problem for years because they're that good. Um, it seems like they're finally getting on that, trying finally, you know, turning the page, finally starting to get to there. Um, Tatum's wrist is starting to concern me a little bit. His efficiency specifically from it's three. It's time for some load management, baby. It's, he, he looks really tired. He, he's going to go he's gonna go hit some threes this weekend, all right? Funny enough, um, he got the Milwaukee game off. Two days ago, when uh, Boston played Milwaukee, yeah, Boston, I remember this game. Boston missed. I watched it. Boston was missing Jason, yeah. Jalen, Marcus, They're Al, still competed. and Rob missing all of them. And they Fucking Derek White, they man. Derek White just <laughs> knocking down Sam Hauser, Blake Griffin knocking down clutch three <laughs> after clutch three. It's just like you know, it used to be a time. Is, the, team, the team is so deep and they're so cohesive, and they seem Brogdon. Or I think Derek White said today that this is the best locker room he's ever been in in his career. Um, there seems to be a real sense of cohesiveness. Um, defensively they've taken a little bit of a dip i think that a lot somehow smart's been hurt for most of the year i think that has a lot to do with it horford's older rob's missed a lot of the year rob's rob's injuries concern me a lot that's probably the main the main thing that that concerns me in terms of the team in terms of projecting them forward is uh rob's you know injury status but um in terms of from this year in particular before the deadline, Phoenix scare me now because they just, in terms of when you just took a look at their top end talent, I'm always going to be scared of a team that has Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton. That's just going to, on face value, it's going to scare me. I don't know how that's going to mesh. We have to see them play basketball first. The only team that generally concerns me is Milwaukee. Yeah, they're I think the, I think they're, they're, they're going to the only the... team. They're the only team that I look at and I'm like, <sighs> they have that guy. Here's the thing, man. We have seen the Celtics. Versus the Bucks before what we were seeing this year, right. like you kind of mentioned that cohesion. Right. I think that Tatum and Brown figured out like the power dynamic. Yeah, where it's like, listen, 
Tatum is the best player on this team. Yeah. We we can't even And it seems like Jalen a while to accept that too. It did. Correct. It did. And I don't think the organization did a great job with all the rumors yeah. and the trade stuff and even this year was a little bit but More so I think the for yes. sure, yeah. I Regardless think that this year they they figured out that like all right, listen. Tatum's the guy. Right. JB, when we need you, we need you, bro. Right. And I think that this year it's like we finally see right. uh the maturity and both of them just being like, "All right, we like I don't like Tatum, what is he averaging this year? Like 32? 31 right now. Yeah, 31. Um it's like he's going to get the buckets and and the rest of the team is is going to fall into place. But funny enough, when you bring up the the Milwaukee Buck game, I was like, I remember looking at the um, the props for that game, and I was like, Amber Alert. Um, I, was I was like, what is going on right now? Um, so, in in looking at these prop bets for that game, I was like, holy fucking shit! Why is the Bucks so inflated? Right. I go and look. Right. You obviously sent me the the tweet where it's it was like half the fucking roster was out. out yeah. And I was like, oh shit! Yeah. This game's gonna be a blowout. Yeah. There's no. Way. I don't care. Like I don't care who it is. I don't care who's coaching. Talent for talent. It's just not there. And I'm watching the game. And Derek White just tapped in and like fucking prime MJ for a minute, bro. Like you can just see that there's something about what's going on in that locker room. Yeah. It's a team. And Genuinely, they're, they're, just, they're so deep. Like I really enjoy. I will never. I'm never betting on the Celtics again because f- fuck them. Like they always fuck me, right? But both but ways, both ways. By absolutely, the way. both ways. But like watching, like it's. So, I know they're supposed to be like the team I hate, but I don't, yeah. I don't care. Like it's really fun yeah. to watch the Celtics play basketball, bro. You know what I think the main thing is too, and I think the transition too from the previous years to what we're seeing now is. There's not a team in the league with a better guard rotation than Boston. Oh yeah, no. When you just look, nobody's touching. When, when you just look at the fact that you have Smart, then White, then Brogdon, you have Pritchard as your fourth string guard. You Point think guard. you're you beating Pritchard a, as your fourth string guard? You think you're beating a Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero? Um, go, right. You're destroying them. That's but, the but, answer. But this is my point: is that three specifically with Smart, Brogdon, and, and White. Pritchard's more of a heater shooter guy when he gets out there, and he's not as much of a facilitator. Transitioning into that from having Isaiah Thomas to Kyrie Irving to Kemba Walker, three score scoring primary guys, guy who primary ball handlers. Their main objective is to put the ball yeah. in the basket, taking away touches. When you have two talented wings also on the roster who also want to get touches, who also want to put in the, ba- the ball in the basket, from a talent standpoint, I think that 2009 Celtics team on paper is the is is more talented than this year's team. What year? When you 2019. Oh, the okay. second Kyrie, the Kyrie, yeah. Jalen Hayward, Tatum, Horford. Yeah, you're stacked. That that the Marcus Morris, Rozier, those guys. I think on paper, that was a more talent. But in terms of the cohesiveness, in terms of what you're asking the, your guards nowadays, the Derek Whites, the Brogdon's, the Smarts, what their skill sets are, mesh so much better with Tatum and Jalen's skill sets. And those two guys have also now matured into a point where they can take on a bigger load. They don't need Kyrie to take over late in games before. They don't need um, Isaiah Thomas scoring 30 a game every single night. They don't need Kemba. Kemba was really only good for that first half of the year. Nick Nurse ruined Kemba's career. I stand by that. Um, <laughs> he played the man like 40 minutes in the All-Star game when he already was on a, off a bum. That is no crazy, bro. 
I, that sta- is crazy. I Nick Nurse ruined Kemba's career. I stand by that 100%, but that's near, near, neither here nor there. Well, real quick, Joe let me Mazzola, just... Joe Mazzola just, is the all-star coach this year. I hope he plays Giannis 48 minutes. I hope <laughs> to God. I hope to God he does it. I'd be surprised if like half those guys actually play. Like Embiid's like, eh, I'm probably not going to play. There's a lot of guys that are just like, nah. Guys are f- dropping like flies now. Well, because they realize like, like the all-star game like, ain't shit. I feel shit. like it always happens around all-star game too. Guys yeah. just start dropping like... I think guys... And I it's think, so, it's your contender teams. It's I not think, your like shit team. Like Dame will play. Yeah, like those yeah, guys will play. Ja will play. But like you're... Your Braun probably getting like twenty five minutes yeah. maybe like we're starting but to even, like the but, Pro Bowl. But even then, there's already guys dropping out just because I think there's a lot of guys who just rather have the vacation time than five have, days than, off than have to go go to the fly right, on a PJ right. to the fucking thing. We and, saw Jimmy Butler talk about it. He was like, honestly, bro, I'm happy Bam got it, bro. I want my days off, bro. I'm yeah. thirty three. Like, give me my time yeah. off. Like, go home. Jalen Jalen already said he's not traveling for All Star, even though he made the roster. He's not traveling. He already said it too because he has the injury. So. Yeah. I think you're going to see a trend of a lot more guys too. Um, who obviously it's a huge honor to be named, and I think that guys do want to do that. Um, guys like Kevin Durant, they take a lot of pride in it, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. But I think that when there's a second objective in play as well, yeah. I think that there's going to be guys who aren't going to maybe take it as serious, who might prefer just getting the time off. Yeah. Um, but the NBA has been good with that too in terms of expanding the All Star break. In terms of now the next game, the first game back is until the following Thursday, yeah. which originally was that Tuesday. So they, you get those extra two days off as well. So, um, but yeah, I, I know kind of went all over the place no, there. No, no, but sure. yeah, no, I'm I'm high on Boston. Like I said, Milwaukee's the main team that concerns me. Um, I think the main reasons for their growth in this year is again the guard rotation, the, that three headed monster between Smart, Brogdon, and White, and. Um, you know, Jalen and Jason kind of, you know, growing into their own as well. So um, that's kind of been my main takeaway from 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 them this year. So yeah, I've in, I've enjoyed. You know me. I I don't typically watch NBA yeah. until like January. I'll catch my Christmas games yeah. and uh, once the Super Bowl passes, I'm like, all right, time to switch mode. Yeah. Right, we got baseball coming up. I won't be ready for baseball until the, like until June. July. Yeah, yeah. So um, I really enjoyed like getting back into it and yeah. like absorbing all this content and. Um, just watching games, bro. It's just it's such a talented league now. Oh, it's bro! Like a, I, I, I just watch a random game, game yeah. at like like a Kings fucking. I was watching the Kings versus um, uh, was some like shit game. Was the, the other was the Pauls game? The Kings maybe, Pals game? yeah, maybe. The, and I was amazing. like, I was like, damn, I'm like I'm like really enjoying. Like yeah. these teams are supposed to suck, yeah. but this is really fun to yeah. watch. You know, you have like your different players that you're kind of watching for in each teams and things like that. Because the thing is, even as a casual fan now, I'm not saying like myself as a casual, but I'm saying even if you are a casual fan now, I feel like. Every single team has at least one player that you can look at and be like, "Oh, I know that guy." Yeah. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah. Oh, I know that guy. And a lot of teams have like two, three guys, two, or two or three of those guys, yeah. um, who you can actually point at. And I think that just builds a really, really strong league. I think. I think one of the things that we've seen a lot too, the All Star roster turnover. There's so many different guys going in and out of the teams year in year out. I think that helps a lot too. Specific markets that maybe not get all stars every single year are now getting guys, you know, to present the city, present the organization. They're getting more recognition, yeah. um, and it's not just the same. Obviously, you're still going to have your handful, your your probably your group of you know a solid eight to ten guys who are still you know your KDs, you know your your um, you know your Embiid's, your Jokic's, Jokic, Jokic's, whatever Jokic's, um, Lucas, your Tatum's. Those guys are going to be making. They're going to be in the All Star game for the foreseeable future. But like Trey Young didn't make it this year. Yeah, Anthony Davis didn't make it this year. James Harden didn't make it this year. You know, like there's, there's, there are going to be snubs. Like, you know, you think those are snubs? I think James is a snub. I would, yeah, I would have, I would have had James um, in it for sure. Um, yeah. It's all, it's all subjective. Anthony so Davis just... probably missed too many games, but I, w- I think I still would have had Davis over Jaron Jackson. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, you opened with Trace. I was like, 
Uh, oh, he was just the first name to pop. Yeah, I know. That's what, that's what because he complained about it the most. That's what initiated. <laughs> yeah. Bro, you have to play games in order to get an All Star game. But okay. But yeah, your team has to be like half decent. Fox originally didn't make it. I thought Fox was deserving. He I only, thought he that made, he was gonna get he in. Made, he made it in as a replacement, obviously, because of all the injuries. Um, yeah. So you know, we'll see that too. Um, but like Sabonis making it, I thought was super cool. He came, I thought he, it was he, cool he made he made it he made it again. he made it one year with Indiana. He was out for two. First year in Sacramento, he makes it back again. Makes or back. first full year in Sacramento, yeah. he makes it again. Um, Tyrese Halliburton <laughs> making it, I think, is super cool. Also, he's been amazing all year long. Bam coming back in after not being in it for the last two years, I think, is really good for him too. So, um, just you know, having a different rotating cast, even if you are going to have your same core of you know handful of guys, I think it's it's really beneficial for the league also. So. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, because you know you have those games like I just said, you know, you just have like a random ten thirty late game. You are like, I don't know what to watch. I don't want to watch whatever college basketball game is on ESPN right. right now. Let me just turn on League Pass. But right. And you are like, oh, okay, I'll watch. You know, it's a close yeah. game. Well, fuck it, let's watch it. You know, from halftime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm really enjoying getting back in NBA. Um, there's so much talent, like you said. The West is is one of those. I feel like we say this every year, but like I have no idea who's coming out of the West. Like I know the Nuggets have the best record, and I know there's like your. But I I I don't buy. Like we've been through this. Yeah, we've had your one seeds who run the table. He's doing this without Jamal Murray for the most part. I I'm not really sold. I'm not really sold on. The Warriors. I'm not really sold on a lot of the top teams. Like I don't, I don't really like Dallas. I, I think they're like they have too many defensive liabilities now. The, I have the most trust out of the West in Phoenix and in Golden State. Okay, but okay, so we'll go there. Phoenix, we'll and, go there real quick. I, I put an asterisk next to Phoenix just because we literally have not. Today is literally Kevin Durant's yes. first game. So as yes. soon as I leave here, that's the first thing I was going to say. Well, we can talk about. Game, so. We'll talk about that but beforehand. Yeah. Thoughts about it because I think they got better, but I also think they got worse. On defense, like I think that they're going to take a step back now. I think having one of the top three players in the the world on your team definitely helps. I think it's but, more. I think it's much more beneficial to have a top three offense than just have a top three defense when it comes to basketball. Though. Well, this is what I was telling a buddy of mine. I was like, listen, if you can team. score 140 points a night, yeah. then like not a lot of our teams are going to be able to do yeah. that, right? So that's where like Dallas comes in, where it's like Kyrie and Luca are going to be good. They'll yeah. maybe win a series or two. But do they have enough to run the t- no, no. They don't. They really don't. They have no fucking defense. The other night they gave up like 130 points. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to be fair, they've mixed they've mixed they've been out with Kleber for most of the year, but uh, but but yeah, but uh, but I think Listen, it is what it is. I <sighs> think so the thing with Dallas particular is I can never rule them out just because Luka made the conference finals last year by himself in hobbled Fair. He, he literally missed like the first round and he yeah. still made it the conference finals. Obviously Brunson yeah. Didn't was Didn't he miss a couple games in the second round too? Like the first two? Second, I don't remember. I know the first round for sure. Um, yeah. I know he missed a couple games in one of those series. But um, so I'm never gonna be able to rule him out. Jokic and Denver. I love Jokic. He's my MVP right now. I think for 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 the three peat. I don't trust the pieces around him as much, and I've never been the biggest Michael Malone fan in terms of in game adjustments, particular when it comes to the playoffs. Um, Give men, big man ball, big man score. <laughs> another thing, another thing too that really bothers me with Denver, Philly does a little bit too. They just they pick the worst backup fives. I know it's so and frustrating, I feel, and to I watch. feel like they do that on purpose so that they can inflate Jokic and Embiid's numbers during the regular season. But yeah, it's maybe. like when you take a look and you look back, it's I'm like, not a Doc Rivers guy, bro. Like Denver, we, Denver had DeAndre Jordan as their main backup coming into the. <laughs> Like, like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah, the best backup rough. five Embiid's ever had was half a season of Drummond before they traded him for Harden. Like, that's the best. And now it's you know, like, b ball, b ball, Paul's not moving the needle for me. You know what I mean? Like, 
George's <laughs> Niang at the five isn't moving the needle for me. You know oh, what I mean? Shit. Like that's just it's just not it's just not happening. So yeah. Um, but but I think that's been that's that's one thing that annoys me too. Um, I don't trust enough around Jokic, particularly Jamal Murray. He's been much much better in recent games. Um, Michael Porter's a heater guy. He's more so a heat check guy. His injury concerns, specifically long term scare the hell out of me particularly when you're talking about back issues with a guy who's like 610 um that that scares yeah. me quite a bit as well so it's more so the supporting cast around him that concerns me in the head coaching than it is Jokic himself um in terms of you know making a run of the playoffs but you can't fully rule them out either particularly if they get the one seed um playing in Denver is not easy that altitude that's what I was gonna say that yeah. altitude is a pain in the ass to have to deal with on the road um but if you're just asking me like who I would feel the safest picking coming out of the west Golden State's still number one for me. I think I have Phoenix number two, Denver three. Um, if I had to kind of give you a top three list, um, that would be that would be what I'm looking at right now. I don't have any predictions because I just think it's like it's still really wide open. The only thing that scares me there is Golden State. I just want to yeah, say, yeah, I think they're going to figure it out like eventually. Like I think they're all going to get healthy at, at the same time, and I think it'll be like in that run in March, like yeah. mid March, when like the last like. 20 25 games are like really they important. They don't need home court. They're they're the one no, they're they the, they're, they're yeah. the one team who who really they actually did better in the playoffs last year on the road than they did at home, which funny enough. Yeah. Um literally won the championship in Boston too. So I mean, you know, they're they're not a team who home court really yeah. concerns me. I think that that's more important for your Denver's, your Dallas's, you know, your Memphis for sure. We haven't even talked about Memphis. Um I, those teams in part they're they've lost they lost like 11 in a row like up, up until like a week ago so they've they've been you know struggling a bit going into the all I'm break, a but. I'm a big uh fuck Memphis guy just cuz I, I I and I'm you know, just like anyone you get your right to talk shit after you after you something. after achieve and that's just how I feel yeah. about that but I listen I love that they're like the modern day like Detroit Piston bad boy like they're their whole um, their their way to succeed is to get in your face. Yeah, like Draymond Green on that team would like, like you like there would be fights every fucking night. You know what I mean? Um, so I do respect the uh, shithousery. Yeah, you know, like I get it. You know, you you want to win basketball games and you just have a group of guys. And funny enough, it's in Memphis of all fucking places where this has happened. Like it's so Look crazy. That tree. Um, Look that tree. I I agree with you. Listen, this is where I the <laughs> Suns man. How many? You, like, don't, believe, you don't buy Phoenix. Team. I don't. I yeah. don't. I don't at all. How many big threes have we seen get formed and then burn to the fucking ground? Just happened with Brooklyn. I don't. I think CP st- is they still have Aiton. Here's my thing. I think CP is not CP. I think it's going to be that easier for CP to give these guys the ball. I think Booker's healthy again. It's going to be interesting to see who is getting the touches. Booker is going to have... He put up like 30-something last night. Mm. He's going to have to take less for Kevin, right? Aiton is your strongest point. My whole thing is... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish finish your points. I just think there's a lack of depth, and I think there's a lack of experience in chemistry. We're Mm going to get like very... Well, it's a good team. Um... No, not 2011. Miami Heat's not even a good example where the cohesion just wasn't there, and it was just a bunch of stars trying to figure it out. Like you're getting 2019 Boston. Literally, we were just talking fair, about it earlier. But I yeah. thought that, that that problem was like Brooklyn, more ego. Year. That team, the 2019 Celtics. This is something I was going to say, but I forgot. Thanks for coming back to it. I think it was just like too many egos yeah. in one locker room. Oh, like for sure. Terry wanted the ball. Kyrie wanted the ball. JB wanted the ball. Just, All those guys were young. A lot of them are still trying to get paid. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever, yeah. man. Now, like this is CP's chance to get yeah. ring. Like this is it. Yeah. You know, is this his last year? No, he just signed the extension. He's under contract for a couple more years still, so. 
Jesus Christ, yeah. that old fuck. Oh my God. Um, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Um, this is their window. I don't think they figure it out now. If anything, it'll be next year. Two months is hard to figure out um, how to take over a fucking league, bro. Like, it, that's why I'm, I want to see it. And yeah. obviously, it's not fair. And we're making these predictions before right. we even watch a second right. of them to want you know play together. Like, they're so gonna excited. win by thirty tonight. We're gonna be like, oh fuck. Like we, I, me, I'm gonna be like, oh, shit. So my own my own thing is that is with those guys in particular, Chris. I don't think Chris is a guy who's gonna care at all really about his touches, bro. Can he be healthy past the conference finals? That, like that, that's a, that's a legitimate point. I think. Adding Kevin to that lessens the workload on him significantly, and so hopefully you would th- you would hope that you know maybe that leads to you know maybe less minutes, particularly in the regular season, less of a burden on him come postseason time where you know he doesn't have to take over you know a lot. I think Kevin at this stage in his career, he's already played on a great team. I think that that's going to be an easier, seamless transition for him than it would be for most stars joining into a big three um, or you know an already great team. I think Book is a guy I don't really worry about in terms of getting shots up, getting his touches, because he the ball finds him. He's very much a player who I never really – when I watch Devin Booker, I never really see him, especially now since in the Chris Paul area. Obviously, before then, it was a different story. I don't really see him forcing the issue a lot. I see him – he plays within the flow of the offense very well. It's a very – I think it's going to be a very seamless transition integrating Kevin Durant Maybe easy isn't is the right word because you're still gonna be have to figure that out. I think the person who maybe takes the heart this the hardest is probably Aiton. Um, yeah, just because you know his his elbow pick rolls. Um, he likes getting his touches when he gets mismatches, particularly in the post. Which hey, listen, there could be even more of an opening for that now, especially now that you have Kevin on the team. Yeah. You would think that there's he's, there's gonna be more opportunities, but in terms of set plays, you know, assigned plays yeah. that are going to be, those are going to be far few in between when you've got Chris yeah. Paul, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker on the team. Yeah. Flash so forward you four months from sure, now and it's going to be eight. And but what, <laughs> but what you have to make sure in that case is that you still keep him involved enough offensively to where he doesn't check out defensively. Cause that's something that we see with bigs quite a bit is if you're not feeding the big guy, it's, 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 a, he's it's uninterested. A, it's a cliche. Board. It's a cliche in sports, but it's like, if the big is running with you in transition, give him the ball. Yeah. It's like, give, give him, let reward him, let him reward the effort for the big. And he's going to, he's going to save your ass defensively. He's going to be there. He's going to protect the paint. He's going to move his feet on defense. He's going to switch when he needs to switch. He's going to, he's going to be there. He's going to be a presence. He's going to rebound when he needs to rebound. It's going to be about trying to make sure that he stays involved enough in the offense where he's not t- checking out on the defensive end of the ball. His relationship with Monty concerns me a little bit. His relationship with Chris Paul, I know, is a little bit rocky, too. I know Chris has done a lot for him, too. He, he talks about that. Um, so that aspect of it is going to be, I think, maybe a little bit trickier. And then the bench is going to be is the other aspect that kind of concerns me now. Yeah, like what are your rotations? That's that's the big point. When you're they're relying a lot on campaigns coming back from injury, Shamit coming back from injury that scares me a lot. They traded Sarich, who I actually loved Sarich as their backup five. So that's going to be another thing they have to deal with. Um, I now mean, you- I loved. I think I think it's a lifesaver being able to get Terrence Ross from the buyout market, or now that, that they're getting him from Orlando. I think that that's going to do wonders for their guard rotation. Yeah. Because um, Landry Shamit was a rotation, an eighth, ninth guy. I think that I think he's more of a tenth, eleventh guy. Maybe we can come on, you know, heat check guy. Can you know knock down some shots? But I don't think he's a guy that you want to be relying on week in week out. Same with campaign, you want to be relying on week out, uh, you know, game in every single game. Terrence Ross adds another ball handler, adds another shooter, adds another guy who can come off the bench, create his own shot. Um, I think it's that's I think that's a really good pickup for them. Um, I would have liked to see them add a little bit more size, particularly um, at that backup five position. 
To be um, fair, they just got a seven footer. I don't know if you know that. With who? Kevin Durant. Oh, I mean, I mean, I yes. <laughs> um, yes. But, We're going to see a rotation with him at the five. Right. Hope you know, it's coming. Yeah. Oh, f- without a shot of doubt. It's going to be like doubt. the Warriors round without two. Without a shot of doubt, yeah. That'd be a good fucking series. KD going back to Golden State for a playoff series. It, it might happen. You might, might, it could be a conference finals appearance. What, are they, what seed are they in? Three? Phoenix? Yeah. Where are they at right now? No, Phoenix are like. Oh, that's a good question. Let me look that yeah, up. Yeah, I forgot. I, I can't remember. Because I know it was Memphis, but they dropped thing, off it, a lot. So. It changes like every fucking day. Because yeah. like five teams are yeah, in. Yeah, uh, within like half a game. Yeah. You take a Last look. time I looked, they were up there, but they may have fallen to like five or six now. Gotta pull this up. Bef- Sorry before for, we, for those no, not good. listening. They're number before, four. They're number four. four? Okay, they're uh, they're a game back of Sa- Sacramento's three. Sacramento's still like, Yeah, three. that's like another one of those teams where it's like, that's fun in the regular season. Like, let's let's see you in the first round. Golden State's currently in the play-in. Yeah, so, seven, that's right? That's fun. Nine. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, I forgot Steph's hurt, so they're kind of tripping. Yeah, five and five, and they lost ten, so. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, Lakers. Just quick predictions. Quick. Liked, I liked the moves. Um, they got significantly younger. Actually, I noticed today, which I thought was interesting, LeBron's the only guy on the roster above 30 or older, which wow. is a complete shift well, from the roster head, last eh? year. Complete shift from the Ross. What was it I last year? Was like their, their average age was like was like thirty three, yeah, thirty three or thirty four yeah. and a half, something like that. Um, yeah, though no, they moved on from the Mellows and the Dwight Howards and the Rondos and those guys. Um, so Amen, you know, brother. good for them. Um, I like the deadline moves, particular Jed Vanderbilt. Um, I think I think I mentioned that particularly in the text to you that that was the yeah. one that I liked the most too. Um, adds another guy um, who I think helps a lot defensively, can knock down his shots, doesn't really need the ball. I just think they needed more athletic bodies around those guys. Um, there's too many times where I watch Laker games and I just feel like they look old. They're um, slow. And so anytime you can Le- add... I think that's just the LeBron style yeah. of offense. Yeah, he just likes the... They don't really get in transition very often. Ma- very methodical, yeah. breaking the play down, yeah. controlling Spacing the tempo. For sure, for sure. Like try to dissect the defense. But I do think that you need to be able to run more in the playoffs, particularly when you're yeah. going up against teams like Memphis who are going to be running yeah. the whole game. Yeah. Golden State runs a lot. Um, those teams, I think you do need to be able to pick up the pace, um, particularly against. But um, So I like that they got more athletic. I, th- I like that they got younger. I didn't love the fact that they gave away Bev. I actually thought Bev has been surprised, like super I important. Too. I, thought, I, I think like I think he's been super important for them all year long. So if there's he, a way you can kind of go back and do that without giving him up, I would definitely go ahead and do that. Is but. there a real quick? Is there a way to trade away a player and then they buy? Like Orlando's going to buy him out and you then you can resign. You okay, not, you can't. Uh, only if if he were to sign with the Clippers and the Clippers release him, then he can go back to the Lakers. Ah, so the Lakers directly back. The Lakers okay. can't be the first Good team to, to sign him back from a buy. Yeah. No, they can't. That makes sense. Um, because it was the same thing. I don't remember if you let remember last year. Um, um, when Boston did the Derek White trade for Josh Richardson, they gave him up. Yeah. San Antonio were going to buy him out. Everybody was saying, you know, because Josh Richardson actually played really well in those couple first few months with Boston. They were like, oh, get him back. Like, nope, can't can't yeah. do it. Um, so, yes, yeah, same thing with Bev. Um, Westbrook, I have no idea where he's going to end up. It looks like he was talking with the Clippers today. I know that report came out. I think that's a horrible fit, personally. Can I be honest? As a Heat fan, I really want him. I think you need him. The not only not only the, do I think you should want him, I think you need him. The less Kyle Lowry I have to watch every night at seven thirty, the better I'm gonna feel about myself. I just think you need more guys who give a shit. Genuinely, but here's the thing: the I just season. think that Russ needs to just like kind of. He, I feel like this year he, he did a really good job at just kind of falling in line and just he did, like he did a better job living in his role. He did a better job. Sure. There's still a lot of times, like I was telling a buddy, I was like, there's still a lot of times where Russell just, like, four minutes left, they're down by three, and he'll just, like, run down the court and shoot the ball with, like, 19 seconds. And you're like, 
bro, what, what are, are you doing? doing? Are doing? Like yeah. running off, like you're not that guy anymore. It is what it is. Um, but I really would love to see like Jimmy get another dog in the yeah. room. You know what I mean? Like just, I know it's funny to say that, but I genuinely think that Russ could buy into a culture like maybe yeah. Miami. I told you or this before. Like I told that. you. I told you. Yeah, because then we had this argument because yeah. originally yeah. we weren't on board with it. Yeah, I, I really like it. Listen, it's I, one of the, it's one of the few spots I think could potentially work. Um, ironically enough, I actually don't think that Utah is an, a horrible place for him either. Particularly if they're still trying to get themselves in the play. Obviously, if they're trying to tank, um, that's a different <laughs> story. But, um, but tr- him trying to find him a landing spot is going to be interesting. Um, I saw the Knicks had some interest too. I didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't know Fucking how Russ that. playing MSG every night. Oh, I don't God. know how that dynamic would work. Um, but I, I saw, have Knicks I saw on prime too. time every night now. Um, I saw that too. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But I don't think that's um, in terms of the Lakers. No, I like the Lakers moves. Malik Beasley adds another shooter. He's another guy who can, um, you know, add some add some offense for them. I like too. them add getting bomb. I thought they got a little bit of sizing on the on the second yeah, rotation. Yeah, I think the per- the perception of Bamba is much better than the reality of Bamba. For sure, um, in- he was shooting threes last night. And I was like, what are we? Yeah, doing, no, the, the, yeah, but the the perception of him is definitely much much higher than what the actual player is. But um, I think it's just size. They just no, definitely getting more size. That's, that's, that's definitely that's definitely never a bad thing to get that. So, but um, again, I, I agree with you. I don't think giving up. Pat was smart. I thought he brought an energy to the yeah. locker room or to the team, and even on defense, even when he gets like ejected for talking shit, like it yeah. brings a um, a little bit of. Uh, did I should give a fuck. Did he sign with the team already, or is he no, 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 Okay, gotcha. He's probably gonna enjoy. <laughs> he's gonna go. You know, his, his, he'll probably he'll probably take his time. Yeah, sweepstakes. Yeah, I think all those guys are, aren't gonna announce every, anything till after the All Star break, most likely. So enjoy your vacation, chill. Sure. And but I think most of those guys will want to buy into whatever role is being offered yeah. to them. Like Russ is going to want more of a role than less of a role. And I think yeah. if he goes to Miami, he gets a little bit less of a role. I think he goes to LA. I think that happens. And here's the thing about that is like, I want to be a fly in the room when like, Clippers have been, eh, they have so much talent and they've been, eh, for three years. We get this every year. The Clippers, 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 and no. Kawhi plays, uh, Kawhi. And PG play like 40 games total together, yep. if that, if we're lucky. Or it's like fucking... Talk about a season? Ah, yeah. You mean, uh, no, Quite less, right? Maybe maybe 40 in the three years they've been there, maybe. Maybe. And I'm fair, being, I fair. wish I was, I was kidding. I, wish I know. I, was I wasn't giving too. a real statistic. I was yeah. just estimating. But I just want to be a fly on the wall when like Russ yeah. takes the game-winning attempt and Kawhi and PG are like standing there. Like, bro, what you, you know what I mean? Norm Powell wide open in the corner just like... like, he's, like I, love bro. I love when players are wide open and they just keep their hands in the position yeah. like... Like, bro, he's not passing it's like to you. Stare you down, like, yeah. But I, I also like the other side of that when it's like, that guy's wide open and he's just like, yeah, I'm definitely not getting Yeah, they just, like, they just stand there this with This is like, ISO yeah. Harden offense. Like, I'm just going to fucking stand in the corner by myself. You mean Ryan Anderson in 2015? Yeah, for sure. Fair. Um, um, do you know who I feel the worst for? It's Tyron Lue, actually. That's probably the one I feel I feel, I feel feel bad for the most. Because I, 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 I hold him in super high regard, personally, as a head coach. As, really? As an X and O guy, as as an adjustments guy, it's particularly in series adjustments guy. I think he's one of easily one of the best in basketball. I think he's just been shit like hell. Um, my brain's working too fast. I think he's just been dealt a shit card for sure with for the sure. injuries and just like the lack of shit that they have there. They just constantly are in injury turmoil. I yeah. feel like PG can't stay healthy for more than ten games. Kawhi the same thing. Now they're kind of finding a little bit of cohesion, but I mean. You know, can they fucking do it? Yeah. Who knows, right? Like, we hear this every year. Um, let's switch, because we're already, like, an hour and a half in. It's already, like, almost 9 o'clock. <laughs> I just fucking got to go home. And you have work tomorrow. Yeah. I have work tomorrow, so... Fortunately, we have lives outside of this. Um, I just wanted to quickly touch on the, the Dana White thing. I just want to pick your brain, what you thought. I don't know if you know anything about... Do you know anything about it? I didn't know Him smacking so his, wife. his wife? Yeah, I just saw the video, but I don't know too much about the situation. 
I can I can I can give you if a little you bit. Fill me in on it, yeah. Um, so they got into some sort of um altercation. Just alcohol was an influence. They're just in a in a club, and I think it was like Cabo, yeah, Cabo San Lucas in Mexico, uh, New Year's Eve. Um, she hit him. He hit her back twice. She hit him. It's just like this, you know. You're drunk and you mm-hmm. just fucking slap, you know. Um, the backlash came when nobody really covered it. Everybody was kind of told to shush the fuck up about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a huge deal with ESPN. They didn't really right. do shit. They kind of just talked about it for a day, and then they were just like, "All right, we're gonna throw that shit on right, the road the real road, quick." Yeah. Um, here is my thing, um, personally. Because I saw a lot of shit on Twitter, and I know it's really hard to kind of get like a gauge of actual like reality from a social media site. But the amount of people that I saw that was like, "Well, he hit her. Or, she hit him first. Yeah. So that's why it's okay." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah. No matter what the subject's about, I personally feel there's no reason to hit a woman, no yep. matter what. Yep. You just fucking walk away. Yep. That's it. And in the video, you can tell like his like that ego took over, and he put some oomph into that yeah. slap. And um, the amount of people that I saw, the lack of coverage really kind of irked me because I'm like, wow, if that was yeah. like a football player, oh yeah, fuck, dude, he's probably never playing yeah. another down. Yeah. Like that was where I was like, whoa, this yeah. is like a not a cover up because obviously we know the truth. He gives out his apology, and then we flip. It's kind of like the Brett Favre thing. Yeah. Like nobody's really talking about script, it, but like, yeah. dude stole government funds yeah. in order to fund his daughter's high, uh, college. College volleyball team, yeah. Like, what are we? Where is journalism? Yeah. <laughs> um. So without, but that's the story. I'm just curious what your thought is because I feel like that was really weird news cycle. Yeah, and I don't know too much about the story. Just on a on face value. Well, there's again, nothing to the story except for the like. If right, you saw the video, right. that was that's the story. No, yeah, like I said, at face value, I'm never, ever in a million years would I, you know, do I ever think it's going to be okay, regardless of the situation. I don't think alcohol is ever an excuse in any situation, regardless of whether it's violence, if it's whatever the case. I don't think you can ever use alcohol. I think it's a complete cop out. Oh, for sure. Um, it's That's never okay to put your hands on a woman. So I'm never going to be, you know what I mean, okay or, yeah. or have any sort of defense of that. You Pro know what I mean? beating your wife. Yeah, like that's that's just it's not. It's insane. Um, so, I mean, I know I'm, I'm not really, you know, there's not really much else I can, I can yeah, say yeah. in terms of that. So, but um, Real but yeah. quick. Um, Funny, I was reading up on this because I got really interested. There was an article um, where his mom, Dana White's mother, was interviewed. She wrote a book, um, something about Dana White and like his upbringing and like whatever. And um, this is this is an insane quote. Okay, this like threw me like way the f- I was like laughing so hard. Um, this is a direct quote from her interview when she was trying to publicize her book or whatever the fuck she was doing. Uh, quote. <laughs> Everyone knows he puts Tiger Woods to shame, end quote. Referring to his infidelity, cheating on his wife. And oh, if you wow. know anything about Tiger Woods, he was fucking anything and everything that moved. Like from God knows when to God knows when, I guess, got a golf um, golf club to the back of his Escalade and he hit a fucking tree because he was, you know, fucked yeah. up. Um, when your own mother is... <laughs> That's an insane quote. With your own mother's coming out and exposing, maybe not exposing, but because apparently, like she said, like everyone knows. Yeah. Like it's not, it doesn't look good when you're beating your wife in a club. Like if you're constantly cheating on yeah. her. So I, that like really threw me. I was like, wow, like he must be a really fucking awful human being if his own mother. Yeah. Now there could be like, you know, like she 
there could have been something that happened and um she felt like she was entitled to whatever and he didn't give it to her now she's sour grapes and she's like campaigning against him but to say shit like that like on record mm-hmm. that was like oh wow okay so Dana, Dana White's yeah, piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean like not that I ever was ever a Dana White fan and I know a lot of people are like Dana White's awesome and I'm like, ah, okay like he doesn't he's just a promoter yeah like let's be honest like there's guys who promote club live <laughs> like you know what I mean the guy's just he's just rich and he's white and uh we have to care about what what he does and what he says what like we really give a fuck about like Roger Goodell and shit? I, well, I guess I guess we would because everyone hates him. But like, if if a story came out tomorrow about like Adam Silver, we'd kind of be like, fuck, like we don't yeah. give a shit. Like that's his bit, I guess you know. Yeah. It would probably be a lot more. Well, if it was, some, if it was than, something like that, then I think that's a little bit of a different story. But fair, I hear it. Fair, but I hear it. But like in in general, like we're not like that's that's a, that quote. I was like, holy shit! Like whoa. The media covers what they want to cover. And if they don't want the Dana White story to be front headlines, they're not going to make it front headlines. It's really as simple as that. Particularly when you've got a, what is it, like billion, two, three billion dollar deal with ESPN for UFC coverage. Like that's just not. That's it just was not a business gonna, decision. That's just not going to be something that you're going to try to put at the forefront when you're trying to sell a product. So yeah. um, it doesn't surprise me. It's incredibly unfortunate. Um, Sorry to throw you on the spot. I didn't know no, you no, didn't. No, it's fine. I thought I you knew more about it. No, <laughs> I literally just saw the video. So uh, it's just kind of hard to talk on it because, again, like yeah, I don't really I, have I, much I, of an opinion outside of don't put your hand on a woman like that. You know what I mean? That just kind of at face value. There's really not much else I could say, you know, outside of that, but video evidence um, alone, like I don't know the woman, I don't know how strong she is, but like <laughs> if you're a regular, like if you're a dude, like you can't take a slap. Like what is, I want to know what he did to get the slap. Like that's yeah. the, like those are the facts that like we don't hear about. I'm not, I'm not diving into that. I know. I'm just saying like, he, <laughs> I'm like, not diving into he probably like hit on a, like for all we know, he probably like hit on a fucking chick in the club and his wife's standing like 10 feet away yeah. and she's like, fuck you. The the thing that they did afterwards, where, afterwards where he came out and apologized and oh we're all good, and then she came out and said something to TMZ directly like oh we're like we've had our problems we're fine like we love each other we've been yeah. together and I was like oh there's something wrong with this story <laughs> like there's there's just something about this that is just a little off yeah um, and the lack of coverage kind of shown that um, that's all I got today. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to cover because, you know, obviously it happened like a month ago, but I, I was just like, ah, this is so fucking weird. Favorite Super Bowl commercial? <sighs> oh, man, that's a hard one. I, I know there's one I'm forgetting that was like really good. Oh, I mean, the the, the one where like uh, it looked like someone was controlling the TV and it yeah. full- That one was cool. Um, the Breaking Bad one was cool, that but I saw that one already. What is it? That one caused a lot of problems. The the yeah. switching. Great marketing. What I but it got me. I literally switched we, off because I was streaming it. Um, I literally switched off of it and I was like, oh my god, it was a fucking two B commercial. Like that's funny. <laughs> I didn't fall for it, but I was kind of like, because I knew I have a Roku. Mm-hmm. Like that's my home screen on my right. TV, even though I use Apple TV. So it's one or the other. And when it had that, I was like. And I just waited. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on? Did I, like, my my TV just get hacked? Yeah. Like, what's going on?" And then I was like, "Oh shit, that was genius. That was genius." <laughs> this is what a lot of people aren't talking about: the lack of, or actually, there was no crypto commercials in comparison to last year, where it was like every other commercial yeah, was, was crypto, like yeah. something crypto based. Um, 
I found that to be so funny because I was the, the two minute long Jesus commercials. Those those are bro. Those are I want to know who's funding those fucking commercials. They spent this. this, this that spending, was like, why are we spending this much money on Jesus commercials instead of trying to provide actual aid to people? Bro, this is not what Jesus meant in the Bible when he said to sh- oh spare the God. word. And the, the one that was like a minute long, the one where like it was like like was, white people and black the, people argue. The fourth quarter as well. Bro, it was like the fourth quarter as well. Like, what an awful downer to watch the ending crazy, of a Super Bowl. Crazy, Thanks, NFL. Crazy, crazy, crazy. JesusSaves.com. Yeah, those those were th- those those commercials were definitely interesting. But I just want to know who's funding them. Billion dollars worth of ads. Yeah. I want to know who's funding yeah. them. Yeah. Because I know when I find out, I'm gonna go. Oh yeah, no, that Joel Osteen's church. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably Joel Osteen's church. I was gonna say him. Somebody. I was gonna say the guy that does Elevation, or you know, the some Texas, sort the of Texas guy. What's the guy? The te- the te- church in Texas. I, I went to it. I literally went to it. It's in Dallas, I think it is. God, I'm going to... in Houston, I think. No, no, it's not Joel Osteen. It's another one. It's I'm going to figure this out. Continue. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, I just found it really weird. A lot of the commercials are kind of like, eh, lame. I saw all the good ones like a week before, which we covered on this podcast last week. We were talking about how, like, what's the point of spending $7 million on an ad just to preview it before yeah. the fucking game? Like, does, it kind of takes away the whole purpose of marketing. But hey, what do I know? I don't have a marketing degree, so... Right. Bad reception here. Be like Nothing? That. Sorry. Um, Thank you for coming on. Corrupt pastors. It is what it is. What do you say? Just some, just some corrupt pastors. It is what it is. They're all Texas Church. We talk about this on the podcast every week because right? Cam's. I've in, spoken my own experience. Cam is uh, involved in 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 the church, and um, even he says Texas you Church. Believe, oh, 100,000 percent. Because 100, it's, abs- it, well, it's, it's not, absurd. It's not the church that like I grew up in that you know about. It's the the mega churches. Yeah, mega churches the churches yeah. where pastors ridiculous. are making like twenty million dollars a They're year, buying and, private jets, and uh, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Like, listen, bro, ridiculous. you're supposed to be like, have you read the Bible? Yeah. You're supposed to be helping people, like that, yeah. and loving people, like. You driving your Aston Martin to the church this morning, this morning doesn't do any, you know what I mean? Anyways, um, thank you for coming on. Yes, thank uh, you. Cam will be back next week, um, and I think Steph Gibbons is coming on next week as well, so nice. that'll be exciting. Um, I'm sure we'll do more pods soon. Uh, I know you're itching for some more um, content. I'm creating. sure we'll do something something around the playoff time, maybe. Probably, yeah, for sure. probably. Yeah, I'm glad we could hit Jerry the also. By the way, do you, do you want to hit that now, or do you want to save that? <sighs> Jokic is MVP. Um, I don't have team picks because I just feel like it's too interchangeable at this yeah. point. But especially after we'll de- after the deadline, I want to yeah. watch these teams first. So, so I do think it's going to get more exciting though. I think we're going to start to like teams are going to start to turn it on, whereas they maybe haven't yet. My only thing is, I think the East, I think Boston Milwaukee is a lock for the conference finals. I don't see any other team beating. I feel people. I don't buy Philly. I just don't. I just especially Embiid going three rounds in the playoffs. I just I, I just don't trust them. So I think there will be a team that falls that we're like, oh, whoa, that's a little early. I don't think it'll be the two that you mentioned. I can't. I can't, but I can't envision Cleveland beating either one of those teams. I can't envision Miami beating either one of those teams at this point i can't envision the knicks or any of those teams so i think i think i think we're headed for boston milwaukee for the conference finals i think i think there's a couple teams that like kind of play like ass in the beginning and i think the miami heat are one of those i think that they're going to start to win games i think miami i think miami regardless of who it is yeah. i think you're going six seven it's, with a, them it's a grind you're going six seven with them. so yeah. they they're the team that maybe screws you in the future series but i don't think miami can beat boston yeah. or milwaukee i just don't i just don't think they have i agree talent. with that i don't want to play the nets so i definitely don't want to move up in the standings i don't want to fall back in the standings we're in six right yeah. now um, I think it's Philly at three. Yeah, Philly at three. Yeah, Morgan, Boston, in Milwaukee, Philly. And that's in four, right? We gave up forty-five points. No, to Cleveland. Fucking... Cleveland's four now. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, Cleveland's four. 
I wouldn't want to play them either with the lack of guard depth that we have. Yeah, that so, would that would scare me having to go against Garland and Mitchell with. Oh, thanks. Yeah, with. And then you would have to like Bam would have to score over Jared Allen and probably Mobley. Like, yeah. and they're not awful defenders at all. They're best it's defensive really team in the league. Love that surprise that caught me off guard. Oh Obviously fuck, Kevin Love, bro! Come on, that like, are we really gonna do this? He was he was he was a six man of the year contender last year. He was really good to start the year. He got hurt. He hasn't been playing as much. But the fact they just flat out released him that that, that caught me off guard. Yeah, that surprised me, but. Anyways, I know you've been I won't to, even. I, I won't even touch on it. No, I just the whole Kevin. I'm just like, I, I don't. Ah, whatever, bro. It's easy to be good on a bad team. Future That's my Laker. point. <laughs> we, we know. We know where this is headed. Let's be honest. Oh, the clutch sports ties, we baby. We know where this is headed. We know where this is headed. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's there. See you in LA, bud. I don't know. I think Miami should get him. Regardless, I don't think it. it, it Better like, than Devin. No matter where he goes, I don't think it like moves the need, no, for, for me. Sure, for so sure. I, like no, off the bench for sure. In a playoff game, I gotta watch Kevin Love. I'm gonna be a little pissed off, but it, I'll get through it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's been an hour and 45 minutes. Gabe, thank you. Absolutely. Once again, again. Uh, we'll see you soon. Uh, this episode will be out on Monday. We're recording today, Thursday, February 16th. We'll see you next week. Absolutely. Well, Gabe won't, but I will. All right, bye. Take care. <laughs> A rich man.